0: I have some important news for you. Interesting news. It's Blake and Aaron's
1: Spilling the Tea with Sandy.
0: K-Man's top news headlines of the day from
2: CMR.
3: Good morning, Sandy. How's it going?
2: Good morning, Blake and Aaron. How are you guys doing?
3: You know, like like we said earlier, trying to get into the swing of things on this Friday.
2: Awesome. <laughs> Sounds beautiful.
3: What's going All on? All right.
2: So headlines this morning. The deputy governor has actually issued a statement about his little health scare. Uh, basically saying that he had a micro heart attack and encouraging, um, thanking everyone, of course, for their um, positive thoughts and prayers, and also encouraging men to just ensure that you do what you got to do just in case, you know, he's been eating healthy and uh, working out and look, it's all happened to him. Yep. So you never know. Um, the it, it RC-
3: thing, Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, like I, I want to give a shout out to Movember really quick because they had their info night at Lions Center last night. And, mm-hmm. you know, that was where you go and get a free PSA. Early detection saves lives and obviously being on top of your health.
2: Absolutely. Lives, so Yeah. So, um, the RCIPS had a press conference yesterday
4: mm-hmm. where
2: they talked about the recent increase in uh, robberies. So to no surprise, Uh, they have indicated that armed robberies are up by 400%. Wow. Wow. Yes. So they've had 23 for the year. And uh, they're comparing numbers, obviously 2020 and 2021. And um, it's really, really shocking, but they say that they're working on it. And they also say that there are about 10 people who they know are responsible for these robberies, but they need to get those 10 individuals off the street. So they're being very, very prolific at the moment in terms of what they're doing. So um, as a matter of fact, this morning, this is a CMR and KISS 106.1 exclusive. This morning there were armed units uh, in the area of Moon Bay doing stops. Um, So the USG team, you know, um, and financial, what's the other one called? F Financial, the Firearm Response Unit. They were out in full force this morning. Um, Yeah, doing some checks. I don't know if they've got a tip or something, but good on them.
3: But yeah, I mean, listen, that's that's where you're going to find people if they're out and about, you know, driving on the yeah. road.
2: I don't know if they—if robbers get up this early, but...
3: <laughs> I don't know. Remember what no, happened?
2: None, nonetheless, at... um, well, you know, they find...
3: 8.30 a.m. the other morning.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly, so, right? You know. Yeah. So they do find that a lot of times when they're doing other types of stops, they kind of just get lucky and they find people who are en route to commit a crime or committing some other offense, um, so the last set of robbers, remember the one in Northside that yeah. was reported a couple of days ago? Turns out that one was related to people who were gambling. So again, this whole concept of the illegal gambling, you know, takes center stage and that it attracts um, other criminals to you. So well, yeah, they're gonna know what to
3: leave with money.
2: Yeah, those of you in the gambling world, you might want to rethink it. Um, so in addition to that, a wanted man has been arrested and charged with attempted murder. So his name is, he's got a longer name, Luis Hernandez, and he was wanted by the police. He's finally been arrested and charged with attempted murder and possession of an unlicensed firearm uh, in relation to a shooting, they say, in Windsor Park that took place um, on April the 20th. So the man was hospitalized after being shot in the abdomen on Oakland Close in Windsor Park. So Hernandez was finally located uh, in Bodentown uh, on Monday, November the 14th. Wow. Mm hmm. And there was a 22 year old woman who was arrested in conjunction with Hernandez on suspicion of, def- of defeating the course of justice. I think it might be defrauding. Is it defeating or defrauding? Um, for assisting him and evading the police. So the police want to remind people, and they've said this before, that it is a criminal offense to harbor criminals and they will throw the book at you if they find that you are doing that. So I would suggest you don't.
3: Yep. That's absolutely hmm. against the law. Yeah. No brainer.
2: Yeah, uh, there was um, a boat yesterday that rescued some Cuban nationals some Cuban migrants uh, out in the high seas and um, they were towing them in yesterday morning officials haven't released anything on this as yet but I think it was another, I want to say another nine uh, Cubans that were on that boat that was being rescued and they were um, bringing them in because we were the closest uh, port, they were bringing them into um, Grand Cayman.
3: Yeah, and then um, I saw the boat. You posted something of a boat getting stuck out. Yes, on the yeah.
2: Outside there was a bubble. boat on the reef. Yeah, you know the weather is a little bit rough right now, so I would highly recommend that people just uh, stay out of the water. Just yeah, and you stay, see, on, stay on land. Yeah, and
3: there's there, and there's places where you go go over the reef. There there are markers there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so use those. I don't know if their engine died and they got pushed onto it or what, but yeah, that's. Don't yeah. try to go over the reef anyway.
2: Pretty right. crazy. All right. right, So those are your news headlines for this beautiful Friday morning. Lots of rain looks like we're in store for it as well.
3: Absolutely. So be careful out there on the roads. They were quite wet. Um, I hit a little slippery part at one point. Luckily, I was going quite slow, but still I was like, "Ooh, I think I. So, yeah, be careful Mm -hmm. and take your time. You won't get there faster if you get into a car wreck. Exactly. Um, And uh, you have a wonderful weekend and we'll see you you. on Monday. All right. Wonderful. Catch uh, Sandy right now
2: all right folks good morning good morning we're gonna get our show kicked off hello everybody happy friday it's friday it's friday peppermint
5: sorrel ginger beaver grass or english get it ready your morning tea just got hotter
2: honey child
5: On the cold hard truth, Bobo 89.1 and Cayman's number one talk show are bringing you morning talk like no one else. Monday rewind, impact Wednesdays, Caribbean connections, and much more. Don't miss a beat with what's happening in the local community. Just keep sipping your tea.
2: What a mess.
5: Here's your host, live and direct from the Cayman Islands, Sandy Hill.
2: All right. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How is everyone doing? Mm -hmm. Everybody's sending me their scammers. Oh my goodness. I feel like there's a scammer born every single minute of the day now or being imported in. (laughs) We seem to get them uh, with a degree of, um, you know, shocking prevalence really. And they're from all over the place, honey. Chill. Oh my gosh, it's pretty crazy. So happy Friday, everyone. How are you guys doing this beautiful Friday morning? Looks like we're in for a little bit of uh, rain or overcast today, but that's okay. Like I said, I don't mind the rain, honey chill, just like I don't mind the sunshine. Bring it on, bring it on. Um, so lots going on. Let's discuss some of it. We'll have a little bit of open mic before we get into some more um, you know, interesting topics. So there, it's all interesting as far as I'm concerned, but Miss Vernita, um, good morning. How are you? I had some very active dreams last night. Oh, honey child. I was dreaming about all sorts of stuff. I actually had a dream about two sisters and then all these other people that I don't know coming into like my personal space, which I would obviously not have been happy about. First, it started with kids in my yard that were like part of a daycare. And I'm like, why are you allowing your kids to just roam in my yard? And the person was like, um, the adults were like, oh, they're on a field trip. And I thought, well, that's weird because even if they're on a field trip, you don't just randomly let them roam in people's yards. And what if something happened to the kids? That's a liability. (laughs) Even in my sleep, I'm like, the lawyer brain is on. That's a liability. Why would you do that? What if they fall on a piece of glass or something? I ain't got no money to be paying nobody. <laughs> All of, listen, my dreams are very detailed. i tell you what. And then it switched to these two sisters um, just randomly being in my room and wanting to watch TV. And I was like, okay, but these two are friends. So that was okay. Uh, so yeah, so bizarre. And then after that it was like a convention of people coming through my house. People that I didn't know. And y'all know how I feel about that. To me, that's like, ew. And interestingly enough, they were, I felt like it was part of like some kind of church convention. They were all Caribbean, African-American people. And I just was like, why are all of you coming in my house? Like y'all need to get stepping somewhere else. And then I opened the door to see how many more are coming because it was like a lot of people. And um, I saw this, like all the other people I didn't know. And I saw one person from West Bay that I did know that would never set foot in my house. And so I gave her one look and I was like, not today, Bobo. I don't care what kind of church group you're involved in. All these strangers can come in, but you're not coming in. <laughs> How random and weird is that, right? She's an anti, um, <laughs> she is an anti, um, whatchamacallit, um, member of the, she's a, She's an anti-LGBTQ person in the community. So according to Carmelie, that's a sign that God has given you to accept him as your personal savior. What a mess, Carmelie. You sure can <laughs> pull that one out of the, I don't know what. Um, why would that be a sign? What's What's a sign? Isn't it amazing how people see things that they want to see? What, tell, explain to me logically what the sign is. Uh, that's just as random as any other dream that you might have. So I'm not quite getting what the sign would be. Um, you know what, Carmelie? I was thinking about this the other day. And um, don't take any insult to this. It may not necessarily be direct at you, and it may. <laughs> just have a think about it. Because I was thinking about Nadine. Good morning, Nathena. And I got a phone call after the show with Nadine on it, claiming that she would claim this... Uh, um, What did she do? She claimed that she had um, cured this stroke victim, which is far from the truth, quite honestly. And I've spoken to a lot of people involved and um, she may very well be charged with kidnapping for real because the woman was missing for six hours and apparently nobody knew where the woman was. And you want to hear something else that's absolutely crazy? The caregiver that supposedly gave permission is older than the woman she's taken care of. The caregiver is like 75 years old. Now, I'm not so sure that she's capable of actually taking care of this woman, to be honest, because clearly she's not making salient decisions um, at the age of 75. She might need a caregiver herself. Turns out that she um, was so stressed out herself by the whole situation that she actually had her pressure through the roof. She was about to have a stroke, yeah. You know, I got sources all over the place and my sources were like, this woman was stressed out by the entire ordeal. I was like, my gosh, what on earth? But as I got this phone call about Nadine and, and, you know, allegations about the kind of life that she has lived and to now hear her, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Her fever that she has um, with... Oh my God. I don't don't even know. I don't want to call it passion because it isn't passion. It goes beyond that. It is a little bit fanatical. Right. And it got me to thinking everyone that I know that becomes fanatical about religion, right. Was someone who was at the top of the scale when it comes to being a sinner. So they weren't a regular sinner. (laughs) If there's such a thing, you know, they didn't just kind of do stuff whatever. like they were epic. They were whoring down the place. Oh gosh, let's not use that word again. They were fornicating all over the place. They were taking people, men and children and families. They were, you know, thieves. And I mean, they were at the epitome of, you know, accusing people of rape when they were out there having sex with them because then they were married to somebody else. And then they got pregnant by this one person. I'm, they were just epic. And so it's like they have to overcompensate. And I've seen a couple of times here in Cayman where this has happened. There's a couple really interesting examples. You know, like, like, oh my God, their, their reputation was just, oh, the pits. And so when they finally find the Lord, they find him at a different level than the rest of us. <laughs> and they feel they have to go around preaching it to everybody and throwing it in your face. And oh God, this and oh God, that. And it was like, oh, honey, did it I guess that the Lord can save you from all of your transgressions. Must be something miraculous going on. But it is it is very, very peculiar that they have to overcompensate. And I think part of it really is like a societal pressure um, to, you know, just want to show the world that all of a sudden you're a good person. And it really isn't necessary. I mean, I honestly don't care, to be honest. Uh, that's between you and your Lord, and you should probably keep it that way. Mm-hmm. But it is an observation that I was making the other day when I was listening to this person tell me the backstory about Nadine. I was like, wow, if any, even if 50% of the backstory was true, it is absolutely shocking. And in fact, Nadine is known to the authorities at CBC and what's now works and immigration, all those people, because she's been hiring people, not taking out work permits, not paying them, owing people one bag of stuff. And now you're a healer, honey child. Yes, sir. I tell you, boy, what a bag of something. Um. So Carmely said that's why that's why he died for us, big or small. There you go. Well, there seems to be something a bit peculiar going on there. I must tell you. Um. What do they say the bigger the the bigger the church appearance. <laughs> Stephen, good morning. Irvlyn, good morning. John, how are you? Number one fan, John says in the front seat. Hello, John. Welcome to class. And it's Friday. Remember when you were in school on Fridays? Sometimes that's when you'd have your little parties. It was like, oh, we're not going to do anything too much today. It's party time. Well, not exactly. Around here, we got to keep it moving, honey, Jill. We got so much to talk about. Siobhan is in the house. Marshall, present. Miss Bonnie says she's present too. Happy to be here. Marshall says, I'm glad that they got the girl that was helping him hide. Lock her ass up, too. Yes, honey, Jill. Um, That offense can get you. I want to say that, did they say, what did they say last time? How many years you can get in jail for aiding and abetting or or harboring a fugitive? Uh, Because he's been missing for a while. I actually forgot that he was missing or he was wanted, I should say. Um, defeating the course of justice. How many years can you get for that? So, yeah, lock her up. You know, this is part of the problem. We're going to talk about this this morning about these so called criminals. Everybody in Cayman wants to talk about, oh, well, the, the criminals are really the Jamaicans coming in on the boat. The police said, not only are they not the Jamaicans coming in on the boat, they are indigenous Caymanians. Did y'all hear that? Wake up. It's their own criminals. Yeah, y'all not ready for the cool hard truth today. Louis in the house. Olivia's here. Chantel. Good morning, Alita. Melita, my apologies. Sonia's got it locked. Good morning, Miss Sonia. How are you? Louis saying that Buffalo, New York woke up to over two feet of snow. I was actually watching a little bit of the Weather Channel yesterday, Louis, and I'm surprised y'all getting a snowstorm early. And it is all over the place. Yes, it's a big snowstorm apparently. Um, looks beautiful though. I must tell you. So morning to Aliano. He says, as it's going to get all, get a uh, good morning. Well, as good as it's going to get. Oh, Friday. Oh, it could get better Aliana. You never know. Morning, Nathina. Uh, you little brat says, uh, that's all the new listeners coming in 2023. Even more fans. Aww. Uh, Tanya says, "Embrace your dream. Maybe um, yeah is opening up doors for you. He opens up doors every day, whether I dream or not. <laughs> Everything is a matter of perspective, is it not? Um, I have always been a dreamer, quite literally, from um a child. I used to have recurring dreams and stuff all the time. You know your I think your dreams uh, allow you to process certain things that maybe be in your waking hours that um, you don't necessarily um, process in the same way, or something could just be heavy on your brain. Now, the reality of why I had that dream, I'm gonna tell y'all really what it was. So about four o'clock in the morning, uh, my daughter woke up and came to my room and said she was having a dream about someone coming in her house and taking um, my money. Well, I don't have any money, <laughs> definitely not at home. <laughs> So I said to her, oh, honey, don't worry about it. Nobody's going to take mommy's money because she doesn't have any. <laughs> so that makes it super easy. You go to back to bed now. And I walked her back to her bed and tucked her back in. So I'm sure I can't quite remember the sequence now, but I'm pretty sure that after I went back to sleep was when I had the dream about people coming in the house. That's because she just woke me up talking about somebody's coming in the house. And that was heavy in my brain. That's how the subconscious works. There's Probably not much more to this. So y'all don't need to get all up in arms this morning about the good Lord trying to send me a message. He can actually send me a message in my waking hours when I'm fully cognizant and fully awake. So Am says there's no such thing as a small or big sin. Sin is sin and we all have sinned according to God's word. I guess so, but um, you know, Call me different if I wanna believe that someone who has molested a child is still different than someone who tells a white lie or something. They're not the same in my book, honey, yeah. Nor will I treat them the same. So Tanya says, your vision is speaking to you. Well, like I said, the vision was because my daughter woke me up and said something, and then that was on my, my subconscious mind. Y'all need to calm down now. Calm down this morning. Um, you little brat says religion is is a who different thing. It was not supposed to be a whole different thing, a whole different thing than a spiritual relationship with a higher power. That's very yeah, people into religion, you little brat. Trust me. The power of religion in this community is wow. It's it's quite shocking. And if if we were really such religious and God fearing people, we would be doing better. With crime and all these other things, um, it's like Jamaica and Cayman have more um, f- churches per square foot than anywhere in the world. <laughs> but yet, look at us. Oh, y'all don't need to try to convert nobody else, honey, Joe. Trust me. Y'all need to just look at the reality. Let me put on. Let me put on my vitamin E and the God-given face that He's given me, because the Lord saith. Take care of thy skinneth or you will dry out and look pruned up before you're fifty-five. Amen. I got an amen up in the house. A hallelujah. Oh, yes. mm-hmm. The Lord gave me good common sense. I'd take care of your skin, Sandy. They clean black, don't crack, but I don't know about that. You gotta moisturize. All right. Um. Louis says this is ironic, eye opener. The lender loans a five hundred dollars to one person and fifty dollars to the other. Over time, the lender forgave the debts. Who would love the lender the most? <laughs> Ooh, Louie, you're taxing my brain this morning. Good morning, Carla. Hello? Morning, sis. How are you this morning? Oh, Lord. You look lovely as me. You, you're Lord. trying to beat me over the head with the Bible this morning? No, I'm not going to beat you over the head with the Bible, like, Praise, praise the Lord. Praise nothing. the Lord. Praise, no. praise God! No, no,
1: no! That is that personal decision between you and and, and God. Right. I can't get involved with that. I can't push you to that, and I can't dictate if you must become a Christian, yes or no. Mm-hmm. But you said that we, we are a um com- Christian community, so let me and see. yes, we are. Yes,
2: mm-hmm. we are. Oh, oh. hello. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. You better talk to the Lord about that WhatsApp signal too. Get him to work on some of these telecoms while you're at it. Um, hello. The signal loss. Scott, good morning. Lavana, good morning. Good morning, Gina. Charlotte joining us from Scotland. Hello. I don't know what happened. Try, try calling back, child. The Lord gonna work a miracle in the meantime. Uh, Nathena says, Sandy, can you do a show speaking about labor laws? Because a lot of people, because I noticed a lot of companies are abusing the staff with sick days, vacation days, compassionate and bereavement. Oh Lord. Also ask every government, paid and unpaid leaves. Well, poor France, he's recovering. Should we call France this morning? You think he's up for a little phone call just to check in and show some love from CMR? Um, I'm going to play his message here in a second, but let's hear what Carmelie has to say. Carmelie. You better talk to the Lord about that signal child. Yes, I'm
1: a while ago. um, While we're talking to you. But -hmm. what I'm saying, when you said that we are a community um, country um, and out in uh, in the Christian community country, yes, we are a Christian community country. And I remember growing up back in the days. more of the churches rallying around um, to, to, to people like reaching out to individuals and speaking with them and visiting the sick and all that kind of stuff. And me myself personally, I have noticed that that kind of shifts a little bit. Um, I don't know why and I don't I have a question it why, but um, I think that we need to get back to that place where the churches start to reach out you know back in the in in the community and reach out to the young people and Mm -hmm. and host more community activities you know and in those things that kind of help the young people. Because there a lot of peer pressure out there, you know. A lot of peer pressure is out there with um, these young people. Mm-hmm. So you find that they get in all different type of trouble. And then again, you know, I just want to leave that piece right there. I'm not going too much into the religion thing with you. And then again, you you, you said something earlier about, um, you know, individuals that are coming from the outside world sinful outside world and then um becoming a christian and giving their, their, their lives to christ and and to me i, I kind of understand that you're saying that they forget where they're coming from and what they have done yes no 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 no, no. that's, that's your...
2: actually not that's not what i'm saying at all what i'm saying is the oh, bigger yeah, the thought... bigger the sinner apparently this is just my personal observation of course everybody can choose to disagree but the, binner, the bigger the sinner, the bigger they mm-hmm. feel like they have to overcompensate when it comes to religion. Like, like um, there's a young lady, I, and will, I won't be calling her names, but, you know, uh, she, mm-hmm. had, she had a reputation for dealing with every Tom, Dick, Harry, Sally, Joanne, everybody in between, and all sorts of other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sleeping with mm-hmm. men for money and getting pregnant for one guy. Then three times later, it was like an episode of Jerry Springer. It's like, nope, you're not the father mm-hmm. of the second child and just all kind mm-hmm. of foolishness and drama. And all of a sudden, she found the Lord. Yeah, exactly. Everything is about the Lord now. Everything is that like, is, oh my is, God! So I was yeah, driving, yeah. and 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 I saw I saw a fly, and that fly was the Lord reincarnated. And good Jesus! And I'm like, you know, I read her posts on social media, and I'm like, somebody needs to stop this girl because she's gone from one. It's like the pendulum swings wide, and and it, it, maybe it's just the I person's got- personality, like they were always batshit crazy on the one end. That's why they were out there doing the most, and they like you know their their attitude. Even when they were sinning, they're like, "Oh, I gotta go! I gotta go big when I commit a sin. I gotta go hard." And now that they're on the other side, trying to be a good person, they go hard with that too. I'm like, "Wow, I don't I don't like it. I don't like extremes. Extremes bother me. I don't like extremes. I think people who are fanatic, and I don't care what direction."
1: Some people do take it to the next level and make it look extreme, but I'm going to... They don't make it look extreme. To it is extreme. Jal,
2: yeah, it's, it's extreme. Nathina said, Jerry, Jerry. I'm not here to condemn. I'm here to give my opinion. No, you... No, you. <laughs> And, physical, I'm not saying
1: you in don't get me wrong, I'm not saying you in particular, but the, the world should not judge and condemn a person, no matter what they was or who they was when they were out in the world. From the moment that they accept Christ as their personal saviour, God is the only person at this stage can judge them and forgive them for all that they have done. And from you accept Christ as your personal saviour and he has washed you, you page they're turning you relief you want to the next page whatever it is in my past remain in my past yes memories will memories may pop up and that when those memories pop up it's a testimony to move forward in your life to know that god have moved you from one spot to the other spot so that you can continue I don't well we had um
2: so we 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 had our religious Wednesday already so I don't really want this to take over the show again but let me ask you one question right when you um let me let me ask you a question when you have found the good Lord (laughs) and um you're on this journey of trying to make it into the pearly gates of heaven is it also not your responsibility to go apologize to the all no, right no, all no, right no, well no. I, I i i give it nobody no guarantees honey child that's between you and the lord i don't know where you're going but would it would it not be incumbent on you to um make right the the wrongs that you have done like to actually go out there and apologize to those people and say listen
6: i have Are found
2: the, i have found the lord i have been speak
1: I can't speak about nobody else, but mm-hmm. I have. I have did it publicly on my Facebook and said. No, 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 that no but public but I, like No, 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 no. That is not sure, of the public sure, but I'm but, Because I never see everybody. I never see but how everybody. But how many, how that, many by how people? How many? But how many people you need to, to apologize to? People.
2: How long is the but list? If it's
1: the world, listen, I don't have to apologize to them to get forgiveness from God. I can ask God for forgiveness within myself and it's an extended forgiveness for them. For my sit here in my bedroom, or wherever, mm-hmm. and kneel on my knees, or our down on my back, however, I want to pray and mm-hmm. pray and ask God to forgive me for the people that I hurt. Forgive me for the things that mm-hmm. I've done. That's and it. And trust me. Let me, let me, let
2: me ask you, let me, me ask you something right um i was speaking to someone the other day who um unfortunately was molested by the church pastor right and apparently in that church they had this belief um that you know you you'll get into heaven if you just ask for forgiveness every single day so he was going around molesting little girls and molesting people children and then the next day as long as he lived to see the next day and ask for forgiveness the good lord is going to let him into the pearly gates of heaven Please tell me this, this don't make no sense. Of course. It doesn't make sense to you, but it does make sense. So I can send every single children. day and molest oh God, children and wake up and then say, Lord, forgive me no. to do it all over again? But That's not that.
1: going nope. to stop No, All right, do. my dear child.
2: Mm-mm. Love you, have All you right. Bye. Bye-bye. Have a good day. No, my love, something wrong. Yeah. Good morning, Sonia, John. Raymond says, elbow cough. <laughs> Keep it moving. Yes, yeah, we're not going to go down that, that rabbit hole again today because y'all know when it comes to religion, y'all will never stop talking. Um, Bishop Hero Blair, he says, it feels so nice to be wake up and grand came in this morning. Welcome. Welcome, sir. Welcome back home. How are you? uh love you Sandy says Sarah she needs to apologize to the people she is hurt not God God would want her to apologize. what a load hmm. same thing I was thinking and I know somebody she could start with mm-hmm. <laughs> she say I know her and I do know her a little bit I mean after all she is my sister so I'm just saying I got I got half your list covered I can give it to you putting in a social media demo people not on social media. So you better go talk to them in person, honey chow. Make them see if they can find some forgiveness. What a mess. Whoa, what a mess, I tell you. Dean Sinclair, good morning to you, my love. She says, good morning to the CMR community. Blessings be here with you. Thank you. Um, Shannon says, you can claim that you're a Christian and believe in whatever you want, but you can't be nice and do good. But what? But if you can't be nice and do good towards people, all of your beliefs mean nothing. Ms. Bonnie says, God hates confusion. I'm glad you say that because a lot of Christians ain't nothing but confused. A lot of these churches confused too. That's where they can get up in the pulpit and be supporting politicians who are confused and abusive and all this other kind of stuff. You can believe that they use church time for that kind of foolishness. Ugh, y'all need to do better. Anyway, um, the wonderful thing is we all enjoy freedom of thought in this beautiful country. We all enjoy freedom of religion and you can believe anything you want, including confusion. And, um, you know, as long as you don't encroach on other people too much, you can pretty much do whatever you want in a religious environment. Um, all the Holy ghost and jumping and all that kind of stuff, but don't go to people's homes and give them no juice in a feeding tube and take them out for six hours so that their family don't know where they are. That is either criminal trespass, kidnapping or something. Good morning. Caller.
6: Good morning, Sandy. How are you?
2: My dear. Blessed as always. <laughs> What's going um,
6: on? I just, I, I totally agree with the whole, um, you know, don't go into someone's house and give them something to drink and all that. I agree with that. That's crossing a line. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to say one thing, mm-hmm. keep it short and sweet. Um, not everyone that claims they're a Christian is a well, Christian. Thank
2: you, my dear. And too. Jesus
6: himself, mm-hmm. Jesus himself told the Pharisees the same thing. Mm-hmm. So. I, know. I, I am a Christian and I believe in God. And it's very unfortunate that many people that say they are, are not. Mm-hmm. So I would say to anyone out there listening, don't, don't let your salvation and your relationship with God depend on other people who are hypocrites. Cause unfortunately there are a lot of them.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, short Have and a good sweet. Weekend, Thank you. You too. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. Short and sweet. And uh, yeah, people, you know, listen, people deceive in all different ways. And and religion has been the biggest tool ever used to deceive people individually and the masses. I mean, trust me, like I said, these preachers out there assaulting people and they're doing so in the name of religion. And it's so sad because what ends up happening is you have people who refuse to go to church who um, have lost their religious belief, they might still believe in God. And like I said, religion is, you know, I'm not a big believer in religion per se, Um, but believing in a higher power and having that relationship with a higher power um, is probably the way to go. But religion tries to get you to conform to certain things. And um, sometimes they excuse abuses that are happening in churches in the name of God and the Bible and so on. It's really quite unfortunate, to be honest. But anyway, that's not really our topic today. Let's talk about the police conference, uh, press conference yesterday. Um, so live says our, our family believes in God, but we don't believe in religion. Religion is man-made. Mm-hmm. Everton says one of the biggest problems to me, uh, doesn't don't force your Christian belief onto other people. I was listening to the caller and um, she sounds so wild up. You don't even want to listen to what you... And round up, you didn't even want to listen to what you have to say and then uh, call yourself a Christian. It's not judging him because I don't know him, that was her, but just the way I think. Mm-mm. Nathina says, Boy, bo, you hitting the hypocrites with sharp nails this morning. Mm. Louis says, Love has to be uh, the religion and a uh, Peace of mind is the heaven that is cherished. Die to yourself and go to heaven. Shed selfishness and love. Your faith governs you. Everton says we have a lot of these people in the United States um, called uh, and South Christian and and the Christian community. They support people like Herschel Walker. Unbelievable. (laughs) Herschel Walker is that African-American guy that was running for. What was he running for? Was it mayor or governor or something? did he get elected? I never did follow up, but were Americans that stupid? Yeah, he was the one who was saying that he doesn't believe in abortions, but then one woman came forward and said, well, why did you force me to get one? (laughs) Lord, take the wheel. Drive the bus for us, because sometimes it's going off the rails. All right, so good morning to um, the Honorable France Manderson. This morning, Deputy Governor, my tweetum. I'm so glad that France is A-OK, because he was able to Send us a little voice note yesterday, which I'll play here in a second. Um, This person says, good morning. Carmely is a Christian now? What a hot mess of a Friday morning. She is one that has gone from one extreme to the next, says this listener to the program. (laughs) Lord Jesus, don't make Carmely come back and actually shed that Christianity real quick. How about the people that pray on Facebook says this person? Oh man, I tell you what. I have seen some stuff. I mean, honestly, the way that people I mean, I get it. Okay, you 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 have this bag of, you know, in your head, you think, "Oh my god, I've been, you know, I've been I've been the town doorknob. Everybody has had a turn on me." And so now that you found the good Lord, you feel like you have to go from one extreme to the next. And I'm like, you know, there is a middle ground, honey child. You don't have to sleep with everybody under the sun. You don't have to sleep with anybody at all. But we don't need to have your every moment and every thought and every dream captured and interpreted about how the Lord tried to save you from, oh, I didn't have money in the bank. And all of a sudden I found a dollar on the floor. And wow, the Lord has saved me from starvation. Honey child, you were not going to starve. <laughs> it's like the stories and the twists and the turns. And sometimes I read them and I think to myself, does this person know how they sound? Like does a previous sinner still reside in that person to think this sounds crazy. Wow. Shall mm, mm, mm. I just keep scrolling? You know, listen, I, I'm like, Sandy, don't even comment on the post. You have freedom of choice to keep scrolling. Keep them little fingers and that mouse going click, click, click. Just keep going. Uh, this person says, too much preaching going on this week. Oh, my God. Next. The reason I don't go to church. Hypocrites. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Listen, I know what y'all love more than... um. This person says, the grass is always greener over the septic tank. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I love it. Listen, I know what y'all love on this show. Y'all love some salacious, gossipy things and going after crook. So we're going to have one here for you in a second. Um, this person says, Minister Brian will be on Radio Cayman with OC this morning, coming on CMR2, laughing out loud. Good morning, by the way. You're a damn fool. They didn't say fool. Yeah. You are you a damn fool <laughs> about take care of Anna on a skinneth. <laughs> oh, God. Yes, the Lord gave you humor, child. Find it within yourself. Uh, this person says, "Good morning, enjoying the show this morning. Happy Friday, happy Friday to you." Someone else says, "You're killing me too early this morning." <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Mm. Hot mess. I'm um, make her come and beat me up. This person says, like, "Oh gosh." Mm. Mm, mm. No, son. What a hot mess. All right. um, Y'all not easy? Y'all are not easy. Mm, mm, mm. Let me just sip on my tea. I might need two cups of tea this morning. Okay. He was running for Senate um, seat in Georgia. He's in a runoff. What? A runoff? Are you kidding me? Enough people voted for him for there to be a runoff? Ooh, America. Y'all need prayer. Can y'all pray for America, please? America needs deliverance and Jesus and and Buddha. And um, what's the next one there from, um, name a couple Hindu people, the elephant God. They need everything that they can get. Every religion, America needs it. They need Allah. They need Abdullah and Shaka Khan and everybody in between. what the heck? America, wow. So much confusion. This is a result of church and state uniting in the dark. Child, they don't even do night in the dark. They do it in broad daylight. We're, some of us are here for it. We're like, yes. Um, speaking of church and state, hmm, let's address this and then we're going to quickly move on. Remember the exorcism story that we exposed? When was that? Hold on. Let me go back to the website now. Come to find out, I'd heard this about two weeks ago, not the principal, but the teacher who um, assisted with the exorcism there at Red Bay Primary. She is back, and everybody's like, "What? Back in the classroom with your children?" Now, this is when I would homeschool, honey child. <laughs> I'd be like, "Oh, let me Google, Doctor Google, how to home child my, how to home school my child, so they don't end up being exercised against." Is that how you would say "exercised against"? Is that the the Proper tense of exorcism, exercise against, possibly, I don't know. But anyway, um, yes, honey she's back in the classroom. Wow. (laughs) You know, they've been paying them full pay this time anyway. So the government's like, well, we might as well um, just get them back in there. Whoa. Something wrong with Uh y'all. And I bet you're going to do it again, too. So, um, it's so interesting. <clears throat> oh my God, I almost spit out my tea. I went to the compass website. Yes. I'm going to admit to going cause they actually have the story about the exorcism teacher, the update. So I wanted to have a quick look and see if they ever named her and there on the compass website, come on, y'all let's, let's look at the compass website while we're here. Come on. Cause it's probably the only time you've seen it in the past six months. So just, just work with me. Work with me, y'all. Work with me now. All right. Hold on a second. Uh-huh. All right. Look, yeah. Paid content. <laughs> look at this. Woo! These companies be bamboozling, y'all, and you have no clue what's going on. Cayman Compass. K Compass. They changed it from Caymanian Compass, but y'all know. Y'all know why back in the day, because it wasn't about Caymanians at all. Look at this now. Partner content, that means it's paid. It's an advertorial. Mm -hmm. Cayman first had to pay to get a story in about how they're committed to clients, employees, business partners, and community. Wow, really? Y'all not easy though. But you know what? Good for the compass because they sent us the same press release and they weren't willing to pay for it. They mentioned no money being transferred. <laughs> they must've thought we were going to just publish it. Joke is on them. Wow. Dear clients and business partners. Well, this is old news because we shared this about three weeks ago when we actually discussed K-Man first, but they actually have to pay to tell people what a wonderful company they are. Don't believe them, honey child. I made my last house payment to them this week and I am moving. Island Heritage, here I come, baby. Get ready. Mm, mm, mm. No, my love. Island Heritage. I mean, Cayman first. I'm going to do the updated story this weekend because you know what? They're trying to bamboozle the doctors and the medical association, whatever, into not complaining about them because they claim that um, they're the ones who make them look bad. Well, if you're not paying the people, what do you expect? Good morning, caller.
7: Good morning. Right on cue. The insurance companies, mm. um, thinking about the medical side of insurance business,
2: mm-hmm.
7: offer them for, for local consumption. Um, the government really needs to look at that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I got big mouth and I chat, chat, chat all the time, but if you hear the stories from the people on the ground, people like me, you no know, voice, you got no voice in this country. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, et cetera, et cetera. That's exactly what I was calling about.
2: Mm-hmm.
7: Wow, uh, the insurance, the insurance, and I do believe the government needs to look from the perspective of, um the 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 medical board because the medical board should be getting some complaints where the government can see mm-hmm. and and on really what is happening because I don't know if any the people wouldn't even know where to go that I, I can just use the word rip off mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
7: If, like it's a qualified coached unprotected rip-off mm-hmm. with the insurance companies. Companies.
2: Yeah. And they're, like, yeah, companies. they're on it, let me tell
7: you. Oh my God. And here you be talking about another something. Mm-hmm. It might be so blurry and so huge, but I mean, you know, why don't we look at the government? If, if doctors aren't being paid for the services, they render a doctor is not somebody down some hotel washing dishes and arranging pots, you know
8: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm.
7: if lawyers if lawyers can't advance, that's another growth I have you were on it yesterday, but you know um mm-hmm. if
8: lawyers
7: on educated trained lawyers can't make a move in their own country mm-hmm. I, there seems to be no upward mobility, like their laughter mm-hmm. in, in their field. I mean, these are people at the highest realm that a humanity can go. They did their time. They paid the price. They did the studies. They gave up their life,
4: mm-hmm.
7: And they're not making it. And the government just sits there. Oh, we're here for four years. One of these days, people are going to understand and you will also understand you governing me and then else, mm-hmm. Mr. and Mrs. Governor, is a situation where I allow you mm-hmm. to do that. You bring together some scheme and it seems to work good. Then you say, okay, I gonna run for such and such. But at the end of the day, I have to acquiesce that you can govern me. Mm-hmm. because I don't think that God put any more blood in you than he put in me that for inch and pound and penny and pence we got that month we got and we're walking good we're going good we're talking good I, I mean you're not just sitting down in chair to fly off on, on, on companies on countries coffers mm-hmm. so on and so forth when you got your own doctors and your own lawyers in mm-hmm. trouble and you don't do anything about it Imagine what people like me on the bottom absolutely know. Mm -hmm. If you're not taking care of them, bro, you ain't taking care of me. Yep, absolutely. People people are hurting, and that's people at the T.O.P. talk. And me, I just want to see some Caymanian judges before I die. And I don't know why Caymanians can't advance. If the law school in the Cayman Islands isn't adequate, you make it adequate, this is yours. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's your job to do. If they graduate inadequate, but they can read and write, you know, they understand the principles of law, send them someplace else mm-hmm. and make a catch up, bring them back. It's called fast tracking. Same thing with the police. Mm-hmm. I heard a police story on um, radio came on yesterday yeah with a young person there, completed again. All across the spectrum of humanity in Cayman, once you're a this young man complaining vociferously and talking about the part that he has with his uh, smoking ganja and so on and so forth. Well, that's on the acceptable list now, like mine told me yesterday morning. Mm. So you can't talk about them when they do it now. Mm-hmm. So anything besides that, they're they trying help them to try government and that is the park government, that's Mr. Ween Panther. I try not to be disrespectful. Mr. Chris Saunders, try not to be disrespectful. But you got K-Mayans at the very top in the very top professions around the world. And you got us down at the very bottom. And there is no middle class in the, in, in between. So, you know, try to do something. Mm-hmm. Insurance, 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 insurance. And give me some judges for it. I did. I own up. My hair is completely gray.
2: Thank you very much. Um, Omeria is a little bit upset this morning. She feels like we're making fun of the Lord. Child, we're not making fun of the Lord. We're making fun of people who go to extremes in the name of the Lord, or so they claim. There's a huge difference. Morning, Robert. Happy Friday. Lizette says, holy water for all of those children in that classroom. I tell you what, they better not do it again. It was really disturbing, though. And again, we're talking about religious fanatics. And let me be very clear. This is the height of religious fanaticism when you have people um, wanting to throw um, holy water on elementary school children talking foolishness. Morning, caller. Hello? Hello? Hi, morning. Morning. As
6: far as I know, I just wanted to say there's a health insurance commission.
2: Yes, that, there is.
6: Um, that you can complain to in regards to health insurance. And I think in terms of other insurance companies, they're regulated by SEMA.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, apparently people do know where to complain. Yes, we appreciate that. And in fact, um, we know that some of the physicians have already complained to SEMA. We know that some have complained to the health Com- Health insurance commission. So there are complaints out there against Cayman first, despite them having to pay for um, a good article. The truth of the matter is the streets are talking that, you know, they're doing a horrible job right now, managing their claims. And what they've done to physicians, which that- is unfortunate is they're trying to pretend like there's an issue with the claim, because there is a segment of the law, that section, I'm um, have to look it up that says you have to pay a claim within 30 days, unless You know, you raise a query. So what they're doing now to try to um, justify not paying people is every single claim that comes in, they're going to find something they claim is wrong with it to try to delay the process. And they say, oh, well, we were checking this and this and this. So we have a legal right to do that. Uh We're on to them.
6: Well, what I would recommend, you know, because most of the doctors and so forth, they will know about the Health Insurance Commission. Mm But what I would recommend is the patients the patients and the people that have insurance with Cayman first, they now need to take things in their own hands and complain as well, because yes. if, if they're a mass complaint,
2: something has, clearly to be something
6: has to be wrong. Yeah,
4: exactly.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I mean, one physician has gone so far. I need to find that sign of putting um in his, uh, you know, medical office, then no, no um, insurance will be accepted from Cayman First. He can't accept their customers unless you're paying cash, which is unfortunate because a lot of times we go to the doctors, we don't have the cash to pay. We need the insurance. We can pay our co-pay exactly. or whatever, but, you know, it's really, really unfortunate. So it's impacting people in a real way. So hopefully they'll get it together sooner rather than later. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. All right, my dear. Thanks too for that. And in the meantime, you know, they 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 are going to lose business because, like I said, there are people like me who have a choice um who to go with. And um, I don't like dealing with people and doing business with people who are not good corporate citizens. Because if they're not paying their bills, you know, you understand the trickle down effect and how that impacts all of us. Like I said, if I walk into a doctor's office and I have Cayman First for health insurance and I see that sign, oh, we're not going to accept Cayman um, First right now, you have to pay cash, you may not have it. What if you have an emergency situation? They're not going to accept it? I mean, th- this is this is actually quite, quite scary, to be honest. So um, I don't know. They're not going to be getting my money to carry on foolishness like that. No sir. Britt K, are you in the house this morning? Tell us about your plans, honey child. I'm going with Island Heritage because I actually have my vehicles, all my vehicles, with Island Heritage, and so I think I get a little extra discount. And I've never had an issue with Island Heritage. I must be honest with you. No problems. I don't think I've ever really had to make a claim, but anyway, I'm trying to think about this now. I think we had Bactrian Ivan. In our apartment complex, we had Island Heritage and no problems. They weren't trying to hoodwink anybody, lowball people and all that kind of foolishness. Yeah. Y'all be careful. Some of these insurance companies, not easy. Mm -hmm. But I had a little chuckle this morning when I was looking for the exorcism story. And I saw that they had to pay to have that article put in there. Good for Compass. That's how they make their money. I don't blame them. I'm going to start following their model charge for everything. All right, so um, yeah, so the exorcism teacher is back in the classroom. Uh, To this day, we've had um, no reports in terms of what happened. This is the part that gets me about government, right? Things will happen. You will have rogue teachers, rogue administrators, all this kind of stuff. But government never makes a statement about anything that they should be making a statement on. And this to me is a bit concerning to say the least, right? Let me give you another example. Atto Stevens, he was the coach who was um, convicted of the lesser offenses of basically um, requesting child pornography from a child and abusing her through WhatsApp messages. And there was like thousands of messages between him and his child. It was just absolutely ridiculous. By the way, parents... Please do not give your children access to phones and not be able to monitor and know every single message that comes in. For God's sake, there are monitoring tools and technology out there. Avail yourself of them ASAP. Because you know I would have tumped him on his head if he had messaged my child. And you got to see some of the messages. Oh, he was a dirty little thing. I bet you he gone turned Christian now too. And probably a church pastor in America. Hmm. By the way, these child molesters never stop, I'm telling y'all. They move from one jurisdiction to the next so they can continue doing the dirt. But thank God we got rid of him. And we wouldn't have gotten rid of him if I wasn't here raising the alarm bell because the progressives government like, oh no, he married to Kimanian. I don't give two cahoots. I don't care who he married to. He could be married to the Virgin Mary as far as I'm concerned. He did not earn the right after trying to molest. And believe me, I believed he molested her. They couldn't they couldn't prove it, so he wasn't convicted of that. So we can tell you about the allegations. Uh-uh. And all these big men and came man, let me tell you now about them. When that case was going on, big, big, hard back K-man and meant, oh, you know, I never did like how he was moving around them young girls, you know. And I said, Really? Yeah, when I would go to them football matches and and them, and they, I would see him and you never said a thing. You never did anything. Really? And y'all want to but we're a Christian community. Y'all need hush. Y'all need to do better. Because the Christ-like thing to do would have been probably to get angry because there were times when when Jesus did that and take one of them staff, rods, and bust his head open. That might have been more Christ-like than saying nothing and allowing him to continue to molest people's children, Allegedly. Anyway. Do you remember the government of the day, which at the time would have been the progressive government making any kind of statement after the conviction? Cuz their excuse during is like, "Oh no, no, no. We don't get involved in these things. It's a matter for the court. Justice has to take its course." Okay, fine. Justice took its course. And the judge had some very very strong words for this man. I remember sitting there. I think it was Justice Wood. Um, I'll have to double check the article, but he was like, you are a sick man. The things you were doing to this poor child is disgusting. And I wish I could send you to jail longer, but the slackish legislation doesn't allow it. He said, what you did is beyond egregious. All right. So the man convicted, you have a judge saying all these things. And our politicians sitting back there, not a word the women don't say nothing. The men don't say nothing. The premier don't say nothing. The, um, you know, minister of sports and youth and whatever don't say nothing. Don't talk about, you know what, this was a very concerning case. We are going to continue to implement safeguarding policies to protect your children. I mean, they don't even have to like get into the nitty gritty of him being a disgusting person. Because remember, after he was convicted, he was trying to fight the athletic association that they that gone quiet now, but remember his wife was still what was she at the time, vice president or secretary or something, and he was appealing their decision to remove him and trying to fight them. And his wife is sitting there like everything is, is honky dory. Now, you see, when I talk about Caymanians being complicit in criminal activity and harboring people, which we're going to get to that conversation here in a minute, this is another prime example. You married a man who ran from this jurisdiction right after being accused and was about to get arrested from blessing a child. You were not only willing to ignore that, but you were flying to Miami every opportunity to go visit him with your children. You better be careful woman. And, 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 and sending him money and all kinds of stuff in the States so he could continue to live a good life. That's how they tracked down where he was to get him extradited because They're watching her movements. I bet she wasn't so bright and didn't know that. Hmm. Right? You got him in the neighborhood, right in Savannah, in your house, with children living in these neighborhoods and stuff, trying to harbor him. Here you are president of the Athletic Association. Is she still president or um, secretary? And you're allowing him to send in an appeal letter. Well, listen here, honey Joe. That's the kind of thing that is wholly unacceptable in this community. And I'm still shocked to this day that there was not more of a public eye crying. These are the things I'm talking about. Like, I am bothered when people in this community claim that they're Christians. And I don't hear them speaking out on these very important moral topics. Protecting your children. I'm sure the Bible must say in some verse that we must do everything in our power to protect children and old people. Find the verse and let me know where it is because I'm sure it's there. And they remain silent. I'm disturbed. Good morning, caller. Hello?
7: You try to behave yourself. My you love. Your I tell hand you. will go back exactly into <laughs> the page where you can find that chapter because everything is clear in the Bible. Yes. But let me tell you the story about that story you was just talking about. One day, mm-hmm. Big Mo Charlie was down in a shoe store talking and blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Somebody from the government organization that deals with sports came in, not somebody that I chit chat to or anything that mm-hmm. much, but me, we were civil. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We went to the store and I was there, blah blah. But I think that when he come out of prison mm-hmm. and he should be going and blah blah blah. Not knowing, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. The sentence instructor, but I just thought? Then they took him out, he's going by his business, mm-hmm. get on the air. A little bit of um, totalitarianism is not too bad. You know? mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. You, you do what, 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 what pleases you at the moment, yeah. You should have gotten on the according to my mind, yeah. Oh, well, my phone came out and took me down a peg or two, and I say, Okay, Charlie, that means you don't understand that law, mm-hmm. so hash them out. Uh-huh. And now these are people of of you would say stature
8: uh-huh.
7: Uh-huh. on these boards, et cetera, et cetera. And 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 she is there to me. I thought she was defending him. Uh-huh. And really she might have been defending him, but maybe she wasn't. She was just trying to straighten my head out about what the circumstances are surrounding this situation. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. but you see that's why they can't invite me to go no place not even to because I really don't know how else to behave
2: but you notice right and and I have to um, Charlene I have to purposely remind people I know Caymanians have a very short memory that's why we keep electing the same failures every four years right and I have to remind people of some of these events because I feel like people just forget remember now The previous administration claimed that they could not do anything about him, that he had a right to remain in this country. And so we started to kick up and say, say what? He has the ability to go to Trinidad and Tobago, where he's from. He's an American citizen. He could go there. And if his Caymanian wife wants to support that level of slackness, she can well pack her bags and go with him. So he has a choice. Yes. Is is she, is, uh, I think that's a paper person. Well, regardless, well, we, we, we have is. accepted her. Now, l- listen, yeah. what's good for the goose is good for the gander. When she was representing Cayman, she was good enough to be called a Caymanian. So even now, let's let's give her that. She's a Caymanian. I don't care where she was yeah. born and how she get it. Yeah? Give it, give it to her. Yeah. Let's call her Caymanian wife because guess what? She would not be the only example of a Caymanian stupid enough to support a child molester and keep them in this country Ooh. oh you'd be mistaken if you think she's the only one remember remember yeah, knew, remember knew, the the one that. west bay with the man molesting and, the the step granddaughter out in the shed penetrating her yeah. and his came oh, this is why i got to remind y'all and his Caymanian taxi driver wife was the one who was up in immigration talking about don't send him off and keeping him here after he molested her own granddaughter. Right there in the District of West Bay. i telling you, the foolishness that Caymanians allowed to go on in this country, and we won't blame expats for some of this, we need to pull up our big girl panties and tell the truth now. Yes. Lots of it flosses. is going on. What you say, no flaws, sir? Hmm. No, sir. <laughs> uh-uh.
7: No, but... but- like I said, I, I I took it at first that you know here she is defending him, mm-hmm. but then I, I put that another lens on it that she could maybe just be advising me, though she is in that realm anyway, and you know in my big friendship and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. But she really took it on in a in an aggressive way that says, um, like I said, I I felt like. Oh my goodness,
2: oh my God, who's on this child's side? Nobody, and that's the problem. And let us also not forget, when we had, again, another Caymanian child, Because those two were not Caymanians, I should point out. But this one now, um, what was his name again? Um, mm, I believe their last name begins with a W. He related to, to the one there that was prospect molesting his own daughter, and the mama used to walk up and down the, and go church every Sunday too and walk up and down um, the Newlands arterial bypass, talk about let, let anybody without sin throw a stone at her son Webster. Yes. Remember when the next Ooh. one now the fireman Webster molested that little girl and we had video, you know, video footage, which is like unbelievable of what he was doing to this poor child. Do you not remember the same Caymanians that were all over social media? Well, I know you're not know on social media, so you might not have heard the hoopla. And we didn't have a daily show then because I would have tore them and knew you, you know what. Talking about, oh, Uh-oh. this child, this child. Why would she be recording this? She's the blame She too fast. She too this. I was like, what? If you heard, I don't know if you ever saw the video, but unfortunately it seared in my brain because I, I saw it. This man was sitting there begging this child to do more with him. And the Uh-oh. poor little girl, my God. Was like no, no, no! I don't want to do that. She is fighting him off with her words, and these no good Caymanians, talking about they Christians and they up in church and they this and they that and they high society people and all kind of foolishness, were having conversations on social media, in between themselves, blaming that child for the predicament she found herself in. You can imagine.
7: Well, Who I had conversations about is. Where were the peers?
2: What, what well, let me let me, let me let me let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell did you, you did did something. Did Charlene, it, it's it's unfortunate that a lot of parents trust the wrong people. They trust people who come that. to yeah, them people. with a certain face. And again, he was big up in church, won't pretend like he was assistant pastor and deacon and this and that. And people want to trust if you tell them, Oh, I'm in church and I'm a good person, they want to believe you. And he was always doing stuff with the kids, you know, helping him out, giving him stuff. People, are like, I don't know nothing about the young lady personally or her parents or whatever, but I can tell you, generally speaking, people want to trust other people, especially when they come in the name of the Lord.
7: But is it that they want to trust other people or they want that babysitting service? That some. Um,
2: Maybe it's a combination, so, so, but I think a lot of people want to trust. They push you into, oh, go, 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 go to, no, they tell you, get involved in these church activities, go to this, go to soccer, go to this. You know, they feel like the more activities you do, the better. You're going to be around good people. And those are sheep's and wolves clothing, ready to, to tear your children apart, quite literally. But let me ask you to this what
7: happened to the registry that you've been on?
2: My dear, oh no, oh no. All no, now, but we, really, really we really need what we really need. Listen, we we finally got to the point where about ten years ago, the attorney general mm-hmm. was willing to admit that we do need a registry. And all now, the dial has never been moved. And you know why it's never been moved? Because there's no political motivation to do so. Because exactly. half exactly. of them would probably be on the registry one day, because they know <laughs> their track record. You don't think we have child <laughs> molesters who are serving as MPs right now? oh I hope try chat. don't get me started it. this morning I, but you have I to lock me it. up for real believe believe yeah. me i can think of at least three or four that i am certain about one mm-hmm. oh my god so prolific yes Mm-mm. uh-huh but we really need that registry now. I, I was always
7: kind of hesitant about it because people could use that registry for bad things too. People that are evil. We, we are just evil. They could use that for bad things too. So I was, but it, it doesn't stop in Cayman. It mm. won't stop. In and it,
1: and it this is a sad stop. thing.
2: It doesn't stop anywhere. These people, if they have the opportunity, they will do what they will do. And nothing will stop them but the law. And that's why we have to have certain, let let me put it this way, not just the law. We have to educate, there's an educational component that is required. So we do have to educate our children, but it is very, very difficult for a child, no matter how much you feel like you have prepared them, you've educated them, good touch, bad touch, whatever. If they have gained, if someone has gained their trust, right? It is very difficult for a child to come to you and say this person who I might care about and love and I saw as a good person has done something bad to me. Children cannot understand and reconcile it in their little brains, right? And yet and yet, we as adults, a lot of times we can't even reconcile when people do bad to us. And we have this expectation of children as though they can process things in the same way as adults. And so the children are even afraid of coming forward to their parents and teachers and other people in the community. And there's too much cloaking up of this that happens on a daily basis. Alejandro says the sex education still taught in school. Honey child, please. You know who the biggest culprits of not teaching sex education in schools is? Shocker. Y'all ready for this one? This gonna require Christian kaboom community. moment. What's your guess?
7: Christian community. Yes. Know that.
2: The church. The church. The church. Some of these private schools are owned by churches have refused to teach appropriate sex education and child protection, right? Courses. They would rather keep your children ignorant and more likely to become a victim because of that ignorance. It is a sad situation. But we really need
7: that. I believe this country. I I don't know how you advance it, how you trigger it but um again i think it's 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 a government thing a, a, a political thing and and i think we do we do really yeah. need, need something le, like that le, le, let I me let me um
2: around. charlene let me let me talk about this exorcism thing a little bit more because one of the most um when, when we broke this story right. one of the most okay, serious situations this was may of t- early may of 2021 right and here we are now going into almost two years and we still not hear nothing no report, no nothing. And this is when I say that the government needs to do better. If MASH is going to investigate this as they claim that they have, the education ministry claimed that they were in to going to investigate it, the people deserve an actual report. Even if you have to redact names of the children and a parents or whatever, you do the redactions and you publish the report. Why do they keep doing all these, you know, uh, investigations, and we never hear the outcome and not like one of the people is back in the school, and we don't know how that happened. We don't know anything about it. Nobody has said, well, you know, she's agreed to this and, and she's gotten counseling, or you know she's going to do that. We don't know. That's how much they think of us. We can't even see a report, an investigative report. These things should be a matter of public interest. And they should be in the public domain. We get reports from the Auditor General's office about financial, you know, misdoings potentially and where they think that, you know, good governance need to be. This is part of good governance as far as I'm concerned. And most importantly, it involves our children. What should we be more concerned about in this country than protecting our children? It's really, really shocking and unbelievable. One parent at the time said that I'm too furious, let me share this quote, to be able to even explain all of this properly, so I apologize, but how can a principal be asking children of nine to 11 years old about their sexuality? This is absolutely ridiculous, not to mention her taking children out of the classroom for this foolishness along with touching and shaking people's children. Again, her religious fanatics, her religious fanaticism, right? An obsession about sexuality made her approach nine-year-old children asking them if they were lesbian. Can you imagine? What? But yet, these are the same fools who don't want to teach proper sex education in schools. But they would rather push their religious notions and beliefs and talking about uh, lesbianism and this and that on these poor children. Have it make sense. Charlene, how does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And uh, then splashing, I, I, splashing I so-called heard. holy water on people, children?
7: I had heard I had heard something about that, but then I didn't hear anymore. So I thought that, you know, when something is out, if it's bad, we want to make it extra bad and we have some add-ons. So sometimes. I, if, if, if I don't hear anything else, I'll say that well, that was an add-on. I really did hear about something along the lines of... Listen, I, I personally, like.
2: I like I said, we broke this story and I did this story myself. Nobody else wrote this story. And I remember these parents and how upset they were at what happened and them explained to me what happened. 18 of the 23 children were crying and saying that they don't want to go to hell and have demons inside them. You know, the other day when we talked about that whole situation in Jamaica with the children fainting and passing out um, at that school, even the Jamaican government is saying now, Oh Lord, maybe we need to separate church and state a little bit more, put certain standards in place. This was the same thing that happened here. But again, our, our government downplays it. You know why? You know, our government downplays it. Now, I know Julian get vexed at me here today, but I got to tell the truth because she herself is a little bit of a religious fanatic or minister of education. She downplays the whole thing. So she's seen the report. We will never see that report. That report will be buried so far underneath hell and West Bay. We'll never get to it. But well, let me ask
7: you something. Was this whole scenario a one-off thing or was this... Well, it only
2: takes the one time, honey, Jill, to damage children. I mean, but no, because it, it happened. I'm trying to remember. Um, well, they said two shocking instances of the school principal and religious minister, Dr. Vicky Frederick. So there's two instances. But I'm trying to remember. And the poor children are trying to prepare for um, their examinations. No wonder they can't learn. But it's kind of foolishness. but. I can't remember. It happened Wednesday and Thursday afternoons. Like I said, we had all the details right here, Jill. Now this was published on May the 7th. Let me see what date that was. So it might've been um, a week that, uh, let's go 2021. This was May the 7th. So May the 7th was a Friday. So it happened earlier that week on, um, On the right. So the two days before. So listen, we broke the story and then eventually they ended up putting her in leave and claimed that they were to again investigated, blah, blah, blah. But as usual, my dear Charlene, if we didn't break the story, nothing would have happened. Believe me, I gotta give hey. you another example. I want you to hang up the phone, and listen to this one. Cause y'all, y'all think I'm y'all think I just make this stuff up to have something to talk about, but I want you to know that there's a lot happening in this country when it comes to our children that we should be wholly ashamed of. Uh, uh, uh. Listen here now. Um, we have, you guys know, I keep talking about Caves Foundation. That Listen, if there was one thing in this country right now that I could fix. If y'all came to me and said, Sandy, what's the one thing that you would fix? If you, if the government said to you, we'd like for you to be, I don't know, a some kind of attache to something. What what special projects do you what special project would you want? Well, you know, I have to pick something with children. But my loves, I would have to pick the Caves Foundation because that place is such a hot mess. Y'all not gonna hear this because again, the powers that be are either wholly ignorant because they put boards in place that then cover stuff up and they don't have a clue, just like what was going on at the port. And when they start asking questions, then the people over at the port, got lie to them and give them one position that don't go so. So listen very, very carefully. Do you all know that there was an assault? Sit down, take two seats. If y'all fall down in my classroom, I'm not gonna be responsible. there was an assault at the Francis Barden children's home, a brawl, a fight where the children may have finally had enough and beat up the staff. Y'all ask yourself now, why is it that we are not hearing this nowhere else? Police haven't said a word. Right? Kay's Foundation hasn't said a word. Government, they probably clueless, so can't say a word. It was so bad that a child took an instrument and beat one lady in particular, who then needed hospital assistance. She was beat up pretty badly, I have been told. These children are in crisis mode. They need some serious help, some serious intervention. You bring in your fancy new leadership from overseas, and nothing has gotten better because they don't have a clue. Y'all don't know how to handle these children and get these children the help that they need. So now they're assaulting staff. I mean, I understand it was a big fight up in there. Meanwhile, nobody not saying nothing. When we heard about it, we said, "Oh, okay. Well, this sounds like an interesting situation." Went and um, gave out. Um, an Email the police. Said, "Officers, police, RCIBS, can you tell us about this incident that allegedly took place at Kay's foundation? Let me see. Let me see when I, when that email was sent. That was sent on Monday at 9 57 PM. Here we are on Friday and all now we've not received a response to that media query. Now, when we don't get a response, that's because it's hundred percent true. <laughs> and, 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 and they probably so shocked that we know, They're trying to find out who told us. That's normally what they end up doing. Instead of just reporting the truth. We're in crisis mode. Y'all understand what I'm saying? So we've been waiting to put the story up on the website. If we could get a response from the authorities, everybody closed-lipped. Nobody's saying nothing. Wow. Hmm. Alejandro says... No surprise, but true, Sandy. Real deal says Case Foundation is just another employment agency for Jamaicans. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Uh, Power liking says, yeah, they're giving them the help. Wait till it get out of control and then dash them in prison. Alejandro says this is exactly the point I was talking about yesterday. Oh, Richard says you should have played a kaboom about the minister of education. (laughs) Oh, Lord Jesus. He says you're right again. Unbelievable, right? Uh, Oh, gosh. Ed, I got to make sure I get your thing right now. Yours is not... Not alone? I was seeing the nautica part, but you're saying it's not... Not alone, I think. Oh, Lord. He might have changed, a, get a new name, Ed. <laughs> listen, he says, we're the parents. Whether they are, um, whether wherever they are, it doesn't excuse the perpetrator's actions. As a community, we should do better. Well, listen, I've called in parents before. They certainly have a role to play. Thomas says that this place is backwards and in a lot of respects it is. But you know, we believe we're all good because we sit here and again claim that we're Christians and we go to church and so that makes it all okay. Dave says, cold hard truth, speak it well, Sandy, because it seems like you're the only one with a moral compass. The government needs to exercise the law of the land. What's the purpose of laws if they only govern some people? When companies steal, they call it business, but when employees steal, they end up going to jail, (laughs) right? There is a degree of backwardness to what we have going on here. And it's very, very sad. So they still have not made any comments about that assault situation. Like I said, I do feel like sometimes it's necessary to remind you all. Here is this one, Acto Stevens, right? This hot mess of a situation. We had started an actual petition against him. Y'all might not know this. But back in October of 2019, me, myself started a petition to get him removed from this country. And then the opposition got on board and said, yes, he should go. Meanwhile, because you know, the judge said, oh yes, deport him afterwards, but the judge didn't know all the legalities of him being married to Annan and blah, blah, blah. So when it came down to it now, honey jail, he was arguing that he had a right to family life and he wasn't going anywhere. It was like, what? Yes, he was well prepared to stay in this jurisdiction. Mm, mm, mm. So sad. And the government was claiming that, oh, wow, well, their hands were tied. Well, after a little protest, somehow they managed to untie their hands miraculously and then they said oh yeah we're gonna get him out of here it was like oh right thank you for doing your job oh yeah we're not gonna give him the special because it was one of those situations where a cabinet actually had to um, sign off on the deportation order and they were like no we can't do nothing about that So finally, on October, or sorry, March the 7th of 2018, we found out that they had signed the deportation order for him two days before, and they gave him, they said as soon as he can possibly get off, no, March the 17th, they gave him until the 16th of March to leave this island. Hmm. You can imagine. Hey man, let me assure you that there's a lot happening here that we the people don't always know. And it's causing harm to our children. It's causing harm to the elderly. It's causing harm to disadvantaged people, people with disabilities and all sorts of stuff. We need to get it together. It's as simple as that really. So what are we going to do about Kay's foundation? Well, despite my numerous cries to every government that gets in to please look at this foundation, y'all need to bring in, I hate to say an expert because y'all bring in these experts from overseas who don't have a clue, right? But you need someone to give you an independent report on the operations of that place. Stop believing what the board is telling you because the board is simply believing what they're being told by the staff. And the staff half the time be lying and covering up themselves. And nothing will change. Get a grip. On what is happening there before somebody loses their life? You've got girls who are in the care of the government, having men come through the windows, others trying to commit suicide. We're the only ones who are reporting on this. Children taking bed sheets and trying to hang themselves at Kay's Foundation. Who else reported on this stuff? Nobody. Where are the politicians that claim that they care? Do they not see that that place has to be so dysfunctional? I understand that these children are, are troubled young people, but there's more that is going on there than meets the eye. The last government failed completely. They got an F when it comes to the Foundation. During the trial of um, those two care workers at the Bonaventure Home, I got to sit there and listen firsthand to how poorly the civil service, the chief officers, and there will be nothing done to them, how they were running the show. Poor, piss poor. That's the only way you could describe it. In court, the froppishness of the former director of Kay's Foundation, he's sitting there saying, why are you asking me these questions? Ask your chief officer. They're the ones who are Caymanians. They're the ones who are supposed to fix this. Pretty much said he was just here for the job. They were asking him things like, were you ensuring that people who were taking children out were competent to do so out in the water, that they could swim? He's like, why are you asking me? Go ask your chief officer. Your chief officer never asked me to be competent at my job. That's exactly what this man, he, he now has passed away. But this is exactly what he was sitting there in court saying. He was beyond rude, but... In his rudeness, he was being honest and telling the court the truth. Passing the buck, yes. But ultimately, ultimately, does the buck not stop with the chief officers? When it comes to the civil service, speak the truth now. The politicians say their hands are tied with the civil service. They can't tell them to do their jobs, but ultimately they're gonna be held accountable when they don't do their jobs, okay. And who is holding the chief officers responsible? Even that situation. I'm thinking, wow, somebody needs to do a proper investigative report. Can the auditor general not help? Because it seems like that's the only report that we listen to. When they do a report, everybody's up in arms like, oh my God, the auditor general has published a report because they're the only ones who publish their reports. Look into Kay's Foundation, auditor general. Please, somebody. See the dysfunctionality, the mess that is happening over there. The man got understand you can you can get copies of all of the court transcripts and the documents. No policies, no standards, no nothing in place. And if they're in place, they're not even being followed, and nobody seems to care. Hmm. Quite shocking. Morning, uh, K-Mankind Action Committee. Natalie mm-hmm. says sometimes the staff who really cares about the children and the children respects those ones, but the other staff just get jealous and want them out. Hmm. Well, I can tell you what, they need some, sh- some shuffling of staff up in there. Who is the HR manager for K's says real deal? Is it the same one that was at the other government agency that was having entanglements with all the Jamaican men? No, honey child, she's not over there now. Um, I don't know who exactly does their hiring. Um, I know they have a board. And again, quite ironically, that's another one of those boards that hasn't been changed under this government, which I I mean, I must ask the premier this question. Why are they still boards? Over a year now, you guys have been in. Why are they still boards who haven't been changed? You have a right to change um, is it two thirds, up to two thirds? So what's going on? And if you see that an agency that falls under a board isn't working, just like Miss K Man, get rid of the board, get rid of the committee. Bring in some more competent people. It's just unbelievable. So yesterday, the um, police had a press conference. Let's take a little commercial break here. And I do see some WhatsApp messages coming in as well.
0: Get ready, sports fans. The Cayman Islands Classic NCAA Division I Basketball Tournament is back at the John Gray Gymnasium from November 21st to 23rd. Come out and enjoy three days of nonstop competitive basketball action featuring Kansas State, Western Kentucky, Rhode Island, Nevada, Tulane, Illinois State, Akron, and LSU, who will battle it out on the court for the coveted Cayman Classic Tournament Trophy. as some of college basketball's best coaches rally their teams together in this three day head-to-head non-stop competitive basketball competition get all your tournament passes and general admission tickets today online at eventpro.ky or caymanislandclassic.com november 21st through 23rd presented by kmax sports and proudly sponsored by the ministry of tourism and transport the ministry of youth sports culture and heritage tortuga the weston smoothie king cayman cabana captain marvin's cost you less fast signs and flow
2: Come back home. It's November, and November is give a Story. The Cayman Islands National Cultural Foundation presents, in your district, Gimas Story, the Cayman Islands National Storytelling Festival. Six evenings of free entertainment for the entire family, from November the 25th to December the 2nd. Guests arrive at 7 p.m. and show starts at 7.30 p.m. Come on out because nobody's gonna be left behind. We got you covered. West Bay, East End, North Side, Town, Georgetown, and even Cayman Brock. Everyone is going to enjoy a bit of Cayman's history via storytelling. This year, we have the best of Cayman's homegrown and resident storytellers that Anna know from Anna born, including Rita Eskovanovich, Nasir Sekushalat, Matt Brown, King Navasa, Giovanni Ebanks, and a host of others. For more information, visit artskman.org, or visit the Facebook page and Instagram page at K-Man Culture. Vote for the best fish fry in every district and wash it down with a little swanke. Did I mention that you get in for free? And they're starting in time, so try and hurry up. Give me a story. that to be a good time this year, so don't miss out.
0: Crichton Properties is one of Cayman's most trusted real estate companies for over 50 years. We offer a diverse selection of property listings and help our clients navigate the world of buying or selling their properties with confidence. Crichton is a name you can trust with our excellent customer service and family-friendly touch. Contact us today to list your home, land, or condo for sale by calling 949-5250 or email info at CrichtonProperties.com. Crichton Properties, a trusted Cereba member. Tis the season to advertise your business's holiday specials and sales events. Don't miss out on Cayman's number one social media, talk show, and website platforms to spread your message to thousands of people locally and abroad. Christmas dining and entertainment venues? Call us today. Retail shopping for special friends and family? Call us today. Christmas rentals and accommodations? call us today cayman's number one news platform is the best way to reach the largest available audience resulting in more sales for your business contact cmr today at sales at cayman or 324-1612
3: recover personal injury attorneys helping injured people get what they deserve Did you know that insurance companies have lawyers that represent their interests? Before signing and accepting any settlement, know your rights. Call us today for a free consultation at 924-9999. That's 924-9999. Recover, your
1: personal injury attorneys are on standby to assist.
2: All right, folks, uh, welcome back to the program. So yesterday we had a press conference with the police, and I suppose they didn't tell us a whole lot that we probably, you know, kind of didn't already know. But one of the interesting things that they did mention uh, that I thought was a bit interesting is the fact that um, despite what Caymanians might want to believe, they say that they have a list of some 10 persons that they believe are responsible for for the recent 400% increase this past year in armed robberies. Some of them have gotten out of jail and that's just their MO. And it's interesting that they said that because we saw that even recently with um, this guy, Al Pearson, right? A lot of these criminals, why we have a lull and you know, um, then it comes back up and it lulls again is because when they get incarcerated, <laughs> the crimes that they normally engage in, obviously, if they're not out in the streets they're behind bars, well, they're not going to be out there committing those crimes. Al Pearson, same thing. What does he always do? Stealing people's cars, um, you know, out in the streets doing the most to support a drug habit. So were we surprised when his name popped up as the person who stole that brand new 22, 2022, um, whatever that Chinese vehicle is called? No, I, w- I wasn't surprised. I'm like, oh yeah, that totally makes sense actually, that it would be him. When he was in the BRAC, All of a sudden, black crime went up 400%. He was there robbing people's homes, breaking into homes, burglaring homes, stealing stuff, stealing cars. He'd do the same thing. One car he torched to try to get rid of the evidence. That's his MO. That's what he does. When he's locked up, when they take him away from the black, all of a sudden, those types of crimes go down and came in black. I was um, at a business location the other day and someone said to me, This person has lived in Cayman probably for over 30 years. And he said, oh, you know, I was somewhere else. And somebody's telling me Caymanian lady told me, yeah, it's these people, these Jamaicans coming in, committing crimes. And then on Monday morning, they get on the flight out of Cayman. I know we want to believe that. And I guess it gives us some degree of comfort if we believe that somebody else is responsible for our problems. It must be somebody else committing the crime. It's the Jamaicans, it's the Filipinos, it's it's the aliens that come down in their spaceships and do all this stuff. Because the day that we have to accept full responsibility for our role in all of this as parents, as community leaders who cloak up these young children, remember what we were talking about earlier this week about extreme ownership? It is time that Caymanians took extreme ownership of this crime situation. Look, yeah.
9: requires. That Remember what I said. Of all entitlement. That the world doesn't owe you anything. You just rid. The yourself. world doesn't owe you anything, honey. jam so Can you hear him that, no, 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 this You're morning. a victim, and therefore you're entitled to all this stuff. Listen, you just want to rid yourself of all of that entitlement. So you show up and you say, "I'm going to take full responsibility." Jocko Wilnick. And Leif Babin are two former Navy SEALs. They wrote a book called Extreme Ownership. Can my, can it's a can my great radio people hear? Concept in a great book. Extreme ownership basically means it's always your fault. Extreme ownership, you take extreme ownership of all the areas of your
7: life. If
9: your fitness isn't where you want it to be, it's not your parents' fault. It's your ownership.
2: I feel like my radio folks can't hear that for some reason. Can't hear in the radio. Yeah, I. this thing is going to frustrate me. Hold on now. Let me see. Um, but I played this earlier in the week. And um, once again, folks, it's all about the fact that we mm-hmm, we have to take ownership of what is happening. That includes ownership of... Let me see here now what my settings are. Mm-hmm, those two look pretty good. That includes ownership, folks, of... Um, one second here. That includes ownership, folks, of the crime that is occurring in this country. Let's try it again, radio folks. That you
9: rid yourself of all entitlement. That the world doesn't owe you anything. You just rid mm. yourself of it. We get programmed that, no, 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 you're a victim, and therefore you're entitled to all this stuff. Listen, mm. you just want to rid yourself of all of that entitlement, so you show up and you say, I'm going to take full responsibility. Jocko Wilnick and Leif Babbin are two former Navy SEALs. They wrote a book called Extreme Ownership. It's a great book. Concept in a great way.
2: Hmm. Let me try something else. I've got my suspicions about something here. Let me pull it in differently and tell me if you can hear it this way. Um...
9: Success requires that you rid yourself of all entitlement. That the world doesn't owe you anything. You just rid yourself of it. We get programmed that no, 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 no. You're a victim, and therefore you're entitled to all this stuff. Listen. You just want to rid yourself of all of that entitlement. So you show up and you say, I'm going to take full responsibility. Jocko Wilnick and Leif Babin are two former Navy SEALs. They wrote a book called Extreme Ownership. It's a great concept and a great book. Extreme Ownership basically means it's always your fault. Extreme Ownership. You take extreme ownership of all the areas of your life.
2: All right. Um, I don't know why sometimes you can hear that one and sometimes you can't. Because the settings are always the same. Anyway the concept of extreme ownership means that you just you just own it. you take responsibility. You can't blame everybody else for your issues. So it is convenient. yeah to blame others. It's easier to blame others. Even myself, sometimes I will look at a situation and go, hold on a second here. Who's actually committing these crimes, right? We can look at some of the numbers and say, well, even, even some of the Caymanian families that their children get into gang banging and this and that. If we honestly look at the influences, <laughs> we had to be honest about the numbers. There are those of us who could see that normally one parent is not Caymanian, I could go through a long list. Now, extreme ownership would say it doesn't matter. Even if the one parent is Honduran, Jamaican, wherever you got them from, that cultural cultural influence on your child, you as the parent have to take extreme, extreme ownership for as a Caymanian parent. You were the one who made a decision to have a relationship with somebody else of a different culture. And if that meant that that culture is bringing in certain things into your home, certain beliefs that you should have been more conscious of and been more present in the lives of your children to not allow them to go down this critical path of destruction, you have to take ownership for that. The society has to take ownership of it. These kids are now our children, whether we want them or not. It won't make a difference where one parent came from anymore, right? Because they still came and in, and are they not? So here we go. If we're gonna sit back and say nothing and do nothing about marriages of convenience, and those are the ones that are producing a lot of dysfunctionality in this country, we have to take extreme ownership for it. So when the police said, indigenous Caymanians, indigenous people are the ones out there committing these robberies. Mm, mm, mm. Wow. Y'all sitting in the back of the classroom paying attention this morning. I was like, oh God. Thank you for clarifying it. But boy, does it make my heart sad. Because for every one person out there doing it, there's probably two or three people that know that it is them. Okay, hmm? are you all listening? What are you doing about it? Right? You guys have children, adult children still living up in your house. They're not working, but yet you see them flush with money and cartons of cigarette that they're stealing from these places. And you're not going to say, where are you getting this stuff from? You need to step out of my house and I'm going to call the police. That's what extreme ownership would do. It would do the right thing, regardless of whether or not they're your children. But instead, we're going to pretend that it's somebody else's issues, that robberies are up 400%. Armed robberies! And it's only a matter of time before these people, not only a matter of time, again, they've already killed people during armed robberies and it will happen again. Innocent lives. Just like poor Mr. Um, What's his name? The retired prison officer. He was an innocent man. Yes, he was gambling. I get it. But he did not deserve to have his life taken away from him? Hmm? When are we going to say enough is enough? Remember I was telling y'all about these sheeps and wolves clothing, these so-called Christians who up in church and they can't even get out of church. Good, they messaging each other, one number played today. And the police and the authorities are saying, listen, these offenses, although they might seem like oh, gambling is not a big deal, they are leading to a whole lot of other things. The last armed robbery in Northside was gambling. The people them know you're sitting there gambling and they come to take your money from you. All the big time gamblers, they're getting away with it in court because a jury, again, of their peers, no accountability, no extreme ownership, letting them walk out of the courthouse a free person. But all you're doing is setting them up for some criminal to think, oh, I can take him out because I hear on a good day and the weekend, this man flush with $50,000, dollars easy. That's an entire year's worth of salary for me if I'm out there working minimum wage. So let me just go and take it from him. You don't think the day is going to come when they're going to go for the top people in the gambling world? These young boys out there engaging this kind of behavior don't care. They're not thinking at the same level that you and I may be thinking. It's sad, 23 gun-related robberies have been committed over the past few months. This is my man that I love and and want to call home for as long as I can? This? Do y'all remember the day when we could go for years and there wasn't a single gun incident. There was no murders. There was nothing. This place was an amazing place to live. Now, if you're comparing it to most of the other world, it still is an amazing place. But come on now. It's going down a slippery slope. That's not good. Wow. mm mm the recent robberies are being committed by local indigenous people and they more or less know who they are, but they have to build a case and put cases against them. Well, the police have said, listen, they're looking for several Honda vehicles, silver, a lot of shortened the list a little bit, not really. <laughs> and so, you know, if your child driving as Honda, a vehicle, I think they said um, there's about three different model types that they gave um, you need to be on the lookout. People know who's committing these crimes. It's almost impossible for you not to know. Number one, criminals have a knack for talking on each other. (laughs) Let's be very, very clear. They can't hold water, they talk on themselves. (sighs) Mm, mm, mm. What a mess. Um Not a alone I keep getting your name right. Is it not alone? Is that what I was supposed to, supposed to say? As a government, all far more energy is spent on covering things up than making any useful changes. Hmm. Yeah. Nautical 1. Thank you. <laughs> Nautical 1. For some reason, I keep wanting to put the A along with the L-O-N-E. So it's like not alone, nautical one. Thank you, Ed. What a hot mess. Ed is like, Sandy, what is in your tea? Morning, Debbie. Debbie says this married to commanding thing has to be strenuous stipulations in the law. Has to have st- strenuous stipulations in law. If you mess up, um, they need to go and status be revoked. They have the prevention that they have made it, they have the prevention that they have made it if married to Caymanian. I don't think prevention was the right word, um, but I get what you're saying. And yes, I mean, listen, I think all categories of status should be revocable. There's no way that you should get any status in this country. And if you commit certain offenses, that you can't have it taken away. I don't care if you're married to Caymanian, my left foot, my right foot, bobo TD. I don't care who you married to. If you have children here, that way you better keep that second passport, honey child, because when you mess up, you're going to be exported, deported. Melissa says, whatever is given isn't yours, so why are you worried? Hmm? I'm confused by that. What is that in relation to? Whatever is given isn't yours, so why are you worried? Worried about what? Given what? Okay, you lost me in that one, Melissa. You might want to come again. Vanessa says you mean stop giving to CUC in churches. Oh, um, oh, I think Jonathan made a comment that you must stop giving your 10% to the churches and give it to CUC instead, and you will have light. The Lord will give you light. He's joking. So I'm guessing that's what Melissa's talking about because she says whatever is given isn't yours, so why are you worried? Anyway, folks, let's 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 leave the the church out of this for a minute, okay? Because y'all going overboard now. Darlene says, I agree 100 percent with Debbie. That law needs a fast review. Imagine the new law says that once you are once they're married, expat spouses have all rights to stay on island immediately for as long as they remain married. Is this now the case, Debbie? Please look into this. Well, unfortunately. Um, what ends up happening, I think it's it's a bit of, you know, there there's documentation that you have to file, right? Um, well, again, mine was open seven years ago, so I think, I think things have changed since then. So you get automatic residency with the rights to work kind of thing, right? Um, well, they call it RERC or whatever. But you still are supposed to, as far as I know, file an affidavit stating that this is a bona fide and real marriage. And just because somebody does that affidavit doesn't mean that it's true. And marriages of convenience are a real problem in this country. Once again, when we talk about extreme ownership, one of the people in that situation is a Caymanian that's allowing it to happen. So we need to start putting them under the fire. Uh, Not alone, nautical one, (laughs) says M.A.S.H., I know of examples where a drug-addicted woman is pregnant and in treatment reports made to MASH about the unborn child in danger. MASH said they can't do anything until the child is born. Really? Well, they can't do anything about the child, but they should be able to do something about the mother, who is the child is part of the mother. Um, Obviously, I think what they meant was it's not like they can take the child, but certainly an investigation should be carried out on the mother And um, all, you know, effort should be taken to protect that child, even during the pregnancy. Because guess what? Whatever the outcome is, nautical one, we end up being, we being the government and MASH and other agencies, DCFS, will be the ones who will have to take care of that child. Ugh. It's crazy. Giovanna says, "I know people who pass through there, but I can't imagine it getting worse." The Bonaventure, the Girls' Home, uh, Francis Baden. Hmm? I know you might not be able to imagine it, but it look like it's happening. Uh, Miss Darlene says, that, Sandy, there's so many good and capable Caymanians who should be placed at the Ks Foundation. I remember when our people like Mr. Mrs. BG um, and others, I can't remember their names now, was so much better. Debbie goes on to say, our people can sure hire some perverts to deal with their kids. When they mess up elsewhere, they run here and Bam. They got a job without being properly scrutinized, but yet some of our people who live here all their lives are not even acknowledged for such positions. That's sad. Uh, Dean says no accountability it seems to be the order of the day globally. Mess and more mess, near and far, high and low. Hmm. Uh, Lucille says, a "Very good morning, Sandy. Can you say how France is coming?" Um, Oh, yes. Thank you very much for the message. Um, If you know, please um, love you. I know the family need their privacy, but I'm very concerned. Okay. He actually issued a statement. So let's go ahead and play that statement now for the benefit of everyone to hear. So thanks um, very much to France Manderson for this statement.
10: Good day. Yesterday morning, after experiencing chest pains, I was admitted to the hospital where I was diagnosed with having a micro heart attack and received an emergency medical procedure. I'm happy to report that my procedure was successful. I am recovering well thanks to the dedicated and professional team of medical professionals at the Health Services Authority and Doctors' Hospital. I thank them both for their swift action and continued support. I also want to extend a heartfelt thank you to the public for your outspoken outpouring of support and well wishes. Your words of encouragement and prayers have meant the world to me and my family. Both while I'm recovering and when I'm released, I will continue to follow doctor's orders to assist my full recovery. Thankfully, my well being is improving and I am doing much better. But it would be remiss of me not to encourage everyone and especially the men of our community to take their health seriously it's okay to ask for help when you need it doing so may have saved my life as men we are often focused on the care and protection of our loved ones and our professional obligations however we are just as vulnerable to illness prevention early detection and response are key to our well being. The month of November is Men Health Awareness Month. I want to encourage you to get regular wellness checks, exercise.
2: My apologies, our radio listeners said that they couldn't hear it, so I'm just going to start it over again. It's only a couple minutes, so stand by.
10: Good day. Yesterday morning, after experiencing chest pains, I was admitted to the hospital where I was diagnosed with having a micro heart attack. And received an emergency medical procedure. I'm happy to report that my procedure was successful. I am recovering well thanks to the dedicated and professional team of medical professionals at the Health Services Authority and Doctors Hospital. I thank them both for their swift action and continued support. I also want to extend a heartfelt thank you to the public for your outpouring of support and well wishes your words of encouragement and prayers have meant the world to me and my family both while I'm recovering and when I'm released I will continue to follow doctor doctor's orders to assist my full recovery thankfully my well-being is improving and I am doing much better but it would be remiss of me not to encourage everyone and especially the men of our community, to take their health seriously. It's okay to ask for help when you need it. Doing so may have saved my life. As men, we are often focused on the care and protection of our loved ones and our professional obligations. However, we are just as vulnerable to illness. Prevention, early detection and response are key our well-being. The month of November is Men Health Awareness Month. I want to encourage you to get regular wellness checks, exercise and just as importantly if you need help please get timely medical attention. We should never ignore the signs. I hope to see you soon but not before my doctors advise me to do so. I wish to offer a special thank you to the men and women of the civil service who will continue to focus on delivering the government policies and making lives better for the people of these beloved islands.
2: All right, folks, Um, what a mess. Uh -uh. Um. While that was playing, I was going through trying to catch up on some of the WhatsApp messages because oh my gosh, this one says lesbian and she's a the W word. She was a menace in Biggie Rankin's wife life. Lord Jesus, you see what I'm telling y'all about these fanatical people? Hmm. It's like they feel like they have to go from one extreme to the next to prove themselves. Get it together. Um, someone says speaking of child pornography. Pavlov Ramanu, whatever the heck his name was. That was another one that was imported by UCCI. He's still teaching children in the United States, doing private tutoring. What? And he has customers? I was just this week trying to comment everywhere, to comment everywhere possible that he's a pedophile and shouldn't be tutoring anyone's children. Oh my God. Do people not Google people before... Oh, what? No, sir. Hear this now? What a mess. Mm, mm, mm. I tell you, the things you can hear. No, man. And that man had so much pornography in his devices that they couldn't even, um. they couldn't even, oh, my love. No, I don't know what to say. Mm-mm. What a mess. I tell you. Ah. Wow. Mm-mm-mm. Well, there was an accident earlier by Snug Harbor. Someone sent that in. Thank you for the accident alert. Um. Yeah, ran right into the back of somebody. Y'all can't slow down now. A little bit of traffic, a little bit of water. Slow down. Give yourself enough braking length between vehicles um, <laughs> if someone sent me a few Bible verses we'll leave that one for another day honey chill Bible but the Bible segment class is over. all right um let me see who else is sending messages another dump truck spilling rocks this morning again. Nine one one was called, and no one stopped them. Someone soon get killed with these truck loads. Then someone, then everyone is gonna be jumping up. Too late though. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. Trying to catch up on some messages. All right, I think we're caught up now. So, uh, wishing Mr. Manderson a speedy recovery, and hope that he gets well soon. Um, you know, at the end of the day, um, these things happen. He has, uh, he, you know, he was exercising and I suppose, I mean, I'm not his diet coach, but everybody said he was eating clean and whatever. And listen, heart attacks sometimes give you no warning. Thank God it was only a micro heart attack and not a massive one. Cause he might not be here to send the boys No doubt. So, um, you know, we'll continue to um, wish him well and to send up positivity and prayers for him that he makes a full recovery. And you've got to listen to your body because apparently he felt like something was wrong that morning. And I'm sure he'll tell us all about it when he's ready. And he drove himself to the hospital. So if if you feel, you know, tightness in the chest or whatever, listen, take yourself to the hospital and be adamant. Because sometimes they're like, oh, no, you eat well. You're this, you're that, you're not having a heart attack. And meanwhile, you're sitting there dying. So sometimes you've got to really um, force the point. I remember years ago, Elio Solomon sharing how he saved his wife, Betsy's, life because when they took her to the hospital, they told her, Oh, no, Betsy, you too, you too young to be having a heart attack. Go back home. If she had done that, she'd be dead. Of course, she was having a heart attack. And they were like, No, nah, we don't see nothing going on. Go back home and relax. Probably just stress. And he's like, no, she's having a heart attack and you need to send her away. And sure enough, she was having a heart attack that would have killed her. So we all can do better in the health department. I'm sure of that. Exercising, eating healthier. Um, you know, sometimes by the time we get to the point where we're like, okay, I'm ready to make a life change. I'm ready to exercise and eat healthier. Those arteries already clogged up, honey gel. And so the only way that they can do anything about it is to go in there and medically open it up and put that um, stent in there. And then, you know, that'll keep the artery open because once it's clogged, it's clogged. I'm not sure. This is a question for Health City, really. Once you have a clogged artery, can you do anything to unclog it or do they always have to medically intervene? And, you know, there's more than one artery that goes to the heart, right? But the right one is clogged at a certain percentage, and boom, that's it. You're not recovering from that. So we're so happy that France is going to be okay. Young audacity's in the house. Um, <laughs> Says, mercy, lady, you're looking radiant, motivating me to um, eradicate my weight. I don't know. I don't know, honey, chell, because I still got 50 pounds to lose. I don't think one pound has come off yet, so I don't know. Um, we, we got a ways to go. I'm trying to find my mojo back. <clears throat> Hervelyn says export them. Yes. Somebody reminded me that, um, we were talking about Atto Stevens. Someone reminded me that his wife is actually living in the States with him, which I knew. Um, cause apparently she don't mind living with her child molester. Good morning, Carla. Welcome Hi. to the program. Good morning, Sandy. I know time is good morning, my dear. I am glad to
8: hear that you're now too too hoarse this morning. No. So anyway, um I have the same complaint of of sinuses, but it only gets like that when when it gets this kinda of, um <laughs> snowy looking weather. Yes. Um <laughs> anyway. I couldn't let you go today without uh, two cases that I need to bring to your attention or to the public's attention, especially our politicians that supposed to be representing West Bay. Now, I go and help an elderly lady that has been calling on me for years and years and years, mm-hmm. of my opinion, of my this, of my that. Mm-hmm. She has um, four or five boys. She had she had a is is one daughter. Sorry, one daughter, but she passed away at a very early age mm-hmm. from cancer. Mm. She lives in Mount Pleasant in West Bay. Mm-hmm. And she has also had a big family she had she got two sons. one is a mental case that uh, lays on the floor watch TV all day and and laughs when you come in the door and laughs when you go in out the door mm-hmm. and he's a mental case he's not aggressive he is no problem to any. Anyone, the problem is to her, and she is in now in her 90s. Mm-hmm. Those boys also have a half a half brother that is in politics. Now mm-hmm. I don't think that half brother ever darkens the door. The other one that is with her is. He has some sort of back trouble, Sandra. If you would see him, he looks like a animal coming towards you, if he can come. He's nearly tore the ground. that had need medical attention from many, many years ago. Now, we only have one social worker in West Bay, yet the population is getting big. (sighs) And that social worker is doing all she can mm-hmm. for the district of West Bay. But it's not enough. It, 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 it is just not One enough. One social worker for all of West Bay? Yes. 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 Wow. We do have a community district officer, and he does his best. But mm-hmm. the West, West Bay population has grown and grown and getting bigger. Now, um, if I went there up till yesterday evening, and this this boy telling you that this man he's a man. He I think he also had worked for government many many years ago. Mm-hmm. I don't know what kind of back trouble. He do have i I just know that he is not even the if he stoop in the front of her cabinet, you can't see him I mean he can't he can't straighten up at all mm-hmm. he cannot straighten up at all and if he's in, in 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 the front of those cabinets only if you go and see if he's there that you can see him or you hear his his voice, mm-hmm. he still has a voice for God's sake, politicians of West Bay, for God's sake, politicians of this island mm-hmm. go so see the case I'm talking about mm-hmm. anybody can tell you what I'm saying that has gone there to visit now. Mm-hmm. One pastor used to visit her, and that was Pastor Kay from the Wesleyan Church. Mm-hmm. And only, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but he is gone away. He was a good man, and he went to visit her. What mm-hmm. has happened, like you mentioned all the time, what has happened to all these churches and these Christians with their with their sleeves down to their, to their hand and, and, and their dresses and their frocks? down to their to their ankle what has happened what has happened that we cannot have um our our, our politicians to go and, and visit what i'm talking about i don't want to call if i want to call names i will call names if you give me that permission
2: well if it's true call what? the names once you know what you're talking about honey child, it's call god
8: names. in heaven truth and that's what god love to hear her mm. name is florence ebanks mm.
2: she lives in mount pleasant does she not have any family i mean you mentioned children she but... has a big family uh-huh. but as usual mm. like me
8: it's like me i have a big family One mental cousin, and it's Mm. just me that looks after this mental cousin. Up till yesterday, I had to carry her to psychiatrist, but Anna could go there any 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 further. Another case is we also have a mental person that has been living on Graham Ebanks' porch for oh six seven. Years and it's that house is opposite um, West Bay uh, Foster's Republics mm-hmm. right across from Foster's and she's been living on the porch, no sanitary facilities. Mm-hmm. I got on the radio many times. The radio came on and I was speaking about it till. Well, three politicians or four politicians from Georgetown, um a different district, it was two or three di- different districts, came down and seen what I was talking about. Uh-huh. She is so mental that
2: whatever she has to do mm-hmm. she do it right out there so in the public. You, in um, the yard. Let me just clarify when you say mental cuz I'm not really sure what that term means but you're saying that they have some sort of disability. Yes ma'am she is mental i mean she is crazy not aggressive crazy mm-hmm. but um so she, we we wouldn't she, that wouldn't she be also the, um, has a big family yeah i mean k know what you mean when you say that but of course you know there might be some other people listening who don't understand what that word means and it's no longer politically okay. correct i suppose to call She's, people crazy anymore but i
8: use a common word for it crazy she is crazy and she had need attention For many, many years. Now, Mm -hmm. when I got on the radio and I spoke about it, these people, these men came down to my house for the exact directions. I don't know how they miss it because Mm -hmm. you you see everything, Graham. E-Bank Porches by Mr. Benson's Hardware Store. And she's been living there and when it rains, when it blows, when it has squalls, when we have when when we have northwesters and stuff, I say what is happening to that poor girl. She's a woman. She's a woman my age, seventy, or she's maybe even older because we went uh-huh. to school together. Now she did have a sister that took her with with her for a couple of days, she wanted her to stay with with her longer. But she uh, the sister lives somewhere, Savannah, Eastern district, but she walked away again. Mm-hmm. Now, we do have a mental ward, and I know of people that has been in a mental ward mm-hmm. for. Many, many years, mm. why can't we put her there until our facilities in East End is 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 finished, which I believe it is finished, but I feel sorry for Dr. Lockhart because God knows mm-hmm. that man tries his best. Mm. I know I talked to him up till yesterday mm-hmm. because of my mental cousin. So it, it, it seems like what you're saying, Sandy, it is so true. And people would hate you. They would they hate me because I, I go and I help people. I know what poverty is all mm-hmm. about. I was brought up poor. Mm-hmm. And I know what it is, but I have a little bit more today than I had when I was growing up. I could not blame my parents because you know what? We were all poor mm-hmm. in the district of West, or in Cayman, mm-hmm. except a few elite families, and they're still that way. Mm-hmm. But I, I was put in me to... And and, and and we prayed about it all the time. I'm mm. still praying about it. You help those, and, and it's in the Bible, mm-hmm. that is less fortunate. Mm-hmm. Let these churches stop pretending and being Sunday and Saturday Christians, but don't help people. Or mm. if they help them, they don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know gosh. of... of service clubs mm-hmm. that keep on giving up money and giving up money by the by by the 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 board by the the president mm-hmm. and stuff like that mm-hmm. but yet most of them are foreign people that don't even know Cayman much less who they're giving to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do they know where this money is gone? I'm sorry, Sandra, mm-hmm. if I sound angry, but mm-hmm. this thing is getting on me to no end. And to seeing what I seen yesterday oh afternoon of Miss Florence Ebanks, mm-hmm. it's a bloody sheen. Now, she has one son that is a musician, and he really, really helps her. Mm-hmm. He really helps her. All he can, but he has a family too that he has to try to make a living for. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying, why not the politician mm-hmm. go and see what I'm talking about mm-hmm. and get down mm-hmm. on government or social services or whatever they have to do to mm-hmm. help this mm-hmm. poor lady? Wow. I wow. even take her to the doctor, I, I takes her to, to, to the pharmacist. I take i I, I take care whenever I can, but mm-hmm. now I have my own self to mm-hmm. t- care about. My kidney was removed. Thank God to Health City for Health City. Thank mm-hmm. God for doctors like Dr. Sandeep mm-hmm. and Dr. Mm-hmm. George. I got a knee replacement. I have this mental person and the social services or the family. Yet most of them are working. Mm-hmm. But I care about people. Mm-hmm. I don't have to go to church to care about people, which mm-hmm. most of them don't care as long as they get to church. I'm not angry, Sandra. I'm just frustrated to know end of all of this that is happening in our mm-hmm. command that we so love. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. why the young people don't go to church. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. they're told, you can't come to church just like that. You can't come to church with makeup on. I know I'm taking up a lot of your time, and I wish That's you okay. had more time on the radio. Mm-hmm. And I, I I, pray to God that you continue. And you, when you know it's the truth,
4: mm-hmm. call
8: them mm-hmm. out, Sandra. Call them out, because we're gone too far. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thank you so much for this time. Thank you, my dear. Thank, Thank you, you for allowing me this time.
2: God bless you and yes. give you and your 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 family strength. Thank you so much, my dear. I really so appreciate much. that. Wow. Well, that's heartbreaking. Um. Oh my God. It's horrible. <sighs> mm-hmm. I tell you, we got to do better with a lot of things, apparently. Um, You know, there are four MPs in the District of West Bay. I don't know specifically um, who this one falls under, but it really breaks my heart to hear anything to do with the elderly. You know, so many of them have worked their entire lives. They've reached, you know, in their 70s, 80s, 90s, or whatever, and... Sometimes they don't necessarily have anyone in the family who can help them or the help is limited. And mm-hmm. um, yes, social services must must help. Um, why isn't she getting regular checks? You know, mm-hmm. I have a friend, um Jamaican young lady who works here in Cayman. every single Saturday, she goes in West Bay with it's actually one of the churches, I believe that does it. I can't remember exactly which one, but they have kind of like a soup kitchen where. They um, provide meals. I think it might have been through Meals on Wheels. But anyway, they help to distribute food to the elderly. And she said to me before that you'd really be surprised at the condition that these people are living in. And it's so fortunate because on the one hand, Cayman has a lot of wealth that's here. But yet we have pockets of poverty and people who are being left behind in such a horrific way that it shouldn't be. We shouldn't have homes selling for 10 15 20 30 million dollars and then we hear about conditions like this where this woman doesn't have anybody you know to make sure that she's getting a bath that she's getting taken care of I mean something has to give it's just really uh quite shocking and unbelievable so we have four MPs in West Bay I hope that they were listening this morning or if you know them um, I saw another call. I'm going to try to call them back because they were calling, trying to call in several times. But um, please, uh, if you live in West Bay, you must know something about this lady's situation. Hello. Hi, morning, my dear. Morning, Sandra. My first time calling the show. Thank you so since
7: much. Since you were on the topic of the police,
2: uh-huh.
7: were you at the conference yesterday?
2: Yes, I was there.
7: Was anything mentioned? About I know a lot has been, been said about these numbers and stuff. But mm-hmm. was there anything about that poor little child that was murdered and came back?
2: No. So this press conference was specific to the recent robberies. And, oh, okay. um, yeah, what what I can say, and I know I've said it here before, but I think maybe a lot of people missed it. We might have to do a, do a story on this. But the police have essentially said um, mm-hmm. that there is no indication of foul play that they have spoken to, um, the mother and she's aware of this. And, you know, I'm a bit confused because then I also see her posting other stuff on social media. Just two days ago, I had another family member reach out and saying they haven't, the police haven't told the family anything, but I think what's going on is that they're telling the parents now, whether or not the parents share with the extended family, what has been said to them is another question. But, you know, my sources are all the way at the top at the RCAPS. They said there is no indication of foul play. The child drowned. And, you know, unfortunately, there might be a question of neglect. Like, how did she get out at that hour sort of thing? But that's it. And so, you know, I don't think that they're going to charge the grieving mother with neglect, although some people think that they should. Um, and they said, you know, if people know of anything because there's there's a lot of rumors obviously surrounding this. But they said, listen, if people know of anything, they need to come forward and tell the police what they know. But on the face of it, all their forensic evidence, everything shows that this was just a sad case of this child getting out and drowning.
7: Sandra, mm-hmm. everybody in Kieber bath. know that poor little baby could not crawl out to that water or
2: that I'm sure. I know. It's, it sounds... Uh, it
7: Amazing. really is sad what's, what's happening. Yeah. happening in Cayman, no, honestly speaking I me.
2: Mean. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's all I have to say. That's all I yes. Thank you so much, my dear. Thanks for calling, back. All right, dear, yes. no problem. We have so many cases. Um, I saw that young man, Paul, the other day walking on the streets. Remember, he was in Jamaica and being well taken care of. I saw him earlier this week walking, and that's another one that breaks my heart because, again, Caymanians, their own people, brought him back here, his own family brought him back here to have him back out in the streets, digging out of garbage cans. Mm-hmm. And we as Caymanians, again, ultimate accountability. We sit back and allow this to happen. Not speaking out on these issues. It's horrible. Um, I'm going to call that caller after the show and see what I can do. Um, but... here's another update from an astute listener to the program. They were talking about this guy, Pavlov Ramanu, whatever the heck his name is. He is, um, I think, of Haitian heritage, but he was here with the one with the child pornography working at the university. We deported him after he served his sentence. And he is now in the U.S. teaching and tutoring children, doing private tutoring. But here's the really shocking part of this. This person says, but because we don't have a sex offender registry, he's able to work in the state scotch-free with no pedophilia charges against him. How disgusting, my apologies, how disgusting. So here's another example of where having a sex offenders registry would be useful. Because when these people, the Atto Stevens of the world, the um, Pavlov, whatever the hell his name is, when they leave this jurisdiction, without us having a registry, they're able to leave and go overseas and nobody can be able to find them on a registry and share that information with other agencies. And they're free to then have victims elsewhere in the world. Imagine. Mm-hmm. This person said, and when I Googled where he is today, he's in Florida living his best life and tutoring children. I'm sick, absolutely sick. He used to work at FIU at some stage. And even the comments on the FIU student page, obviously they're college age, but still the comments said that if you're a pretty girl, he'll help you more and be willing to give you extra office hours. This is absolutely sick. And as a student of his myself, I was, at, I actually experienced this firsthand Wow. I asked him for help with my stats class and he told me he he told me we should meet to study on the beach under the moonlight with a down fruit. Needless to say I never went. And this is who we had working with college students at the University College, wow. Mm-mm. Mm, mm, mm. Wow. That is crazy. No sir. Um Mhm. Mm. Unbelievable. All right. Um, you ready for a scammer moment? Um, before we end the program today, shall we call a scammer? you all feeling up for a little excitement today. I'm not going to, I'm not going to divulge anything until we call them on the phone first. Cause you know, they'd be trying to hide honey child. They'd be like, Oh, we can't answer the phone. So their the friends, we text them. You on CMR right now, honey child, don't answer your phone. Let's call them first and see if we can get a hold of them. No mess. This one hot. Tell your friends, Sandy's about to call Scammer. Tune in right now. All right, let's do it. <clears throat> Here you go. Know. This is a Jamaican number, so we have to do it through um, WhatsApp. Okay. Um, let me see. Let me see. Contacts. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me see if we can find him. Living his best life in the Cayman Islands, I hear, while he owes people money. There you know. answering the phone. He's not going to answer. He probably listened to the show this morning and be like, "Oh no. I'm not answering that phone." Mhm. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, we're still going to out him. Where he at? Where is he? He's not answering the phone. See if we can get him on another phone. We're going to find you, son. We're going to find you. Hold on now. We're going to find him, you know. Hold on. We got all the evidence in the world right here. Oh, let me see if I can get to this next one. We got all kind of phones around the place. Does this one plug in? Can't even... I don't think this one's. Oh, I think this phone's unplugged. Lord have mercy. I gotta check the power cable on that one. Okay, so let me see here now. He's not gonna answer the phone because he knew we we're trying to call him. Um got Jamaican number, but don't worry, we got credit, honey gel. mm hmm Wonder don't want answer the phone, not at all. Hello. My phone not even ringing anymore Oh, here we go Hot tamales Mhm Scammers don't want to answer the phone all right well he doesn't want to answer the phone let's see if we can show you what's going on with this case so this is a case of joseph francis the scammer all right person has contacted us they're overseas they said this man joseph francis conned me out of my money i lent it to him out of the goodness of my heart when he first moved to cayman he borrowed the money from me to help him buy tools so that he can start work. And that was from 2020. It's almost 2023 and still I ain't get my money back. You can see the date in the receipt. He's known as Lloyd. He does building work. My mother has had paid this man for work that he has not completed and move away to Cayman. When I call this man, he no longer answers my call or replied to my messages. And apparently they only have his Jamaica WhatsApp number. I'm sure he got a local number too. People should know him because he loved to go to bar to drink and get drunk. His wife is a cook. Me and my family has been good to this man. And they're saying that he just got married. All right. Here's the evidence before us submitted to CMR court is in session. Here's the money sent to Joseph Francis. Expected destination, Cayman Islands, cash pickup, reference number it used from MoneyGram. So the money was sent through MoneyGram. Uh, debit against the card number, exchange rate. So this person's in the UK and they are messaging from a UK number. So they sent $1,177.38 US dollars. Mm-hmm. And this now is Joseph Francis. So if you know Mr. Joseph, please, please tell him that him and the lovely wife dressed in white and um these neon colors, neon pink and neon green and neon flowers, please tell the man he owes someone some money. Maybe he forgot. You know, why did Bliss will do that to you? It'll it'll make you forget. Exactly what's going on. Hmm. What a hot mess. Oh, Mr. Francis, Joseph Francis. Where are you? Whose house are you working on today? There he is, getting married and living his best life. Where was this wedding? Looks like it was a posh enough wedding, honey. Chill. Ghetto posh. Get a fabulous. Mm-hmm. Yes, honey, chill. So, Mr. Francis, your friend who went out of their way to loan you money is asking for you to please. They're saying it's been long enough and they need the money back. They're no longer in a position to allow you to keep this money. mm mm Wow. So sad. The best advice I could give y'all is do not loan these people money. I don't care what excuse they come to you by. Oh, I need tools to go to the camels, be able to work. Don't loan them any money because you will never get it back. Crooks. Mr. Joseph, the man wants his $1,100 back, please. He says, you're making good money. You're in the construction business. People know him as Lloyd. Okay. So his full name is Lloyd. What he's, he's known as Lloyd. His full name is Joseph Francis and he's a builder. Almost three years and still out of $1,100. He's not answering his phone he might be out of Wi-Fi because I noticed the message actually hasn't been delivered on Wi-Fi either. So, um, you should try and get that money sorted. Hello, caller. Do you know where Mr. Lloyd is this morning? Hello. Hello, honey child. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. We're looking for Mr. Lloyd. Do you know where Mr. Lloyd is? Don't even know who he is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you don't have the slightest idea oh, who I this know. man is.
4: <laughs> but I just wanted to um, tap to in with I've seen a few people well are commenting um, what's going on with the
2: traffic in town. Oh, yes. It's I so crazy. That. Oh God! Oh, it's it's the Pirates Week piracy. road closures. It's closed from yesterday straight okay. through. So y'all, oh God, avoid Georgetown, okay. folks. Yeah.
4: Another thing, Sandy, I wanted to bring out, which I, one of the things I've been trying to get you to come out and um and assist with is that we are. I, I mean, it's very disappointing to see that that in um versus name, um. Uh, Superintendent Brad e. Banks and another officer was on your show sometime back uh, talking about safety measures, uh, um, safety in our streets and what have you. Mm-hmm. For quite some time, we have been trying to get the police to assist on Bronze Road, where we have people continuously parking on their sidewalks. Webb Road, we have the road is blocked continuously up to two nights ago. We went in and they were double parked in there. Bear in mind, a senior had to move out of Webb Road because an ambulance couldn't get to her in a timely manner due to the blockage of mm-hmm. vehicles parking in the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, Watler's Road is another eyesore to the community, which we I'm um, kind of having issues uh, with DEH tagging in there due to police interference. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> I mean, not even to mention um, Washington Boulevard, where NRA have went in and put up um, no parking signs, yellow, um, double yellow lines, and the police continuously drive in and see people park on these double yellow lines and by these no parking signs, and just holy they turn the blind eye, holy hit straight and drive by it. Mm-hmm. Right now you have people down and there who are, Actually knocking down the, 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 the um, no parking signs and throwing them on, on, on the side of the road or in the bush. Huh? We have so many lawless people and it's um. all because the police is not doing their job. Uh-huh. If NRA tends to go and put up dub, put, put up no parking signs and put down double yellow lines, what could then are we supposed to go there and ticket them, ticket people for, for, for breaking what if uh-huh. the laws and rules and regulations that they put down? Uh-huh. I don't think so. No, I don't understand why the police have a problem and have an issue with this. You understand? I know some of the times it's it's like people after they raise their families and 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 the family move out they chops up their homes into a million pieces and um create rent room with no parking and that's planning's problem Planning need to come out and to deal with these issues that's why i said planning needs more than two compliance officer for the whole Cayman Islands two compliance officer is not cutting it There is so much illegal buildings that have been going on in Cayman lately Mm -hmm. and two compliance officers cannot be all over Cayman Islands at the same time to see what's going on. You understand, mm-hmm. but nevertheless, that's a planning problem, not a police problem. The police should be ticketing for people who park on their street and 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 block the road. Two vehicles can't pass at the same time. And you know what is so seriously, seriously being ignored as well? Georgetown Primary School fire lane gate at nights. That gate is constantly blocked by cars parking there. Mm-hmm. You understand? And mm-hmm. I've been reporting it, reporting it to the police. What if some electrical issue was to happen in Georgetown Primary School and, and, and the fire truck needs to get in?
6: Mm-hmm. They're going to have
4: to wait till all of these vehicles move from in front, front of the gate. Mind there's a big red sign up there says no parking fire lane. And mm-hmm. they don't pay it no mind. And you can never get the police to act on it. Uh You can never get the police to act on it. I tell you, Sandy, I would really love to have you to come out with me and for me to take you a tour through Georgetown to really see what the police is ignoring. Then they have the audacity to come on your show and say, oh, we're about safety and and road safety is our our primary attention. Uh 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 Please. Uh Nothing. That is so far from the truth.
2: Uh, so far from the truth. All right, my dear, thanks very much for the call.
4: All right, my darling, you have a blessed day. You too. God bless. All right,
2: thanks dear. So Mm -hmm. yes, folks, um, the traffic in town is because of road closures for Pirates Fest, which continues from the 17th through the 20th. The roads are closed. Um, You know, (laughs) what a mess. All I can tell you is, um, uh, there's your pirate's vest. <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. Aye, oh, yeah, aye. Yeah, yeah. So the road closures um, are impacting traffic. I'm I a bit shocked, but the, clo- the roads are closed between Warwick Drive and Fort Street from last night at 10 p.m. And they're going to reopen on Sunday at 10 a.m. Shedden Road is going to be closed to westbound traffic at Elgin Avenue during these times. So, local access to the RBC parking lot for customers will be permitted during business hours on Friday. Northbound traffic approaching Seafarers Way is going to be diverted onto Boiler's Road, and southbound southbound traffic will be diverted onto Fort Street. Um, they're asking you to exercise caution, but what I would say to you is, don't go to town none at all if you can help it today. Don't go anywhere near Georgetown. The sad part is, whenever they do these road closures they actually impact more than just that little quadrant because then it's going to impact Eastern Avenue. I'm sure it's all backed up this morning. That's going to have a trickle down effect into, you know, all the way probably to Hartwell. So it's a hot mess. Um, I don't know. Y'all want Pirates fast? There you go. We all have to suffer now because of it. Ay, ay, ay. Why are we closing it? What 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 are the events that we're closing it for? That sounds like a lot from Thursday night until Sunday. Um, I was gonna go to court today to get caught up with Garfield Rob. He must be at least on victim number 10, I hope, by now the prosecution's case. But honestly, I not gonna fool with no traffic today. Y'all not about to stress me out on a on a Friday. Happy Friday, right? No bubble, not me. I'm not looking for extra stress in my life, so I probably won't go today after all. They have the fireworks and what else? You got closed the whole weekend just for fireworks? No, that can't be. No sir. Let me look at the events list. Um where do I have to go for the events? Uh, events. What do we got here? We got uh, the turtle release is today. Oh yes. That's happening at 10 o'clock Poor little turtles. We got the fest 5k run. That's today. This evening we have the pirate pooch parade. That's tomorrow. Um, When did we start doing the pooches? I need to get myself a a little dog. All right, Trial of the Pirates. Um, okay, so that's tomorrow at the National Museum and Seafarers Way. We have finale fireworks on the 19th. That's tomorrow. We have a teen up street dance. That's tomorrow evening. And then on Sunday, they're going to do a beach cleanup. What a mess. Mm. Um, Aliano says all these robberies and people still want to shake their backside. Well, why can't I tell you? He also says to park your bicycle and ride. Gabby says they clearly need more traffic police. And there are many who need work. No excuse. Who need work. Like need to work. Uh, Sandra says we're clearly overrun and outnumbered. Our quality of life is gone. We don't need any more police nor any, we don't need any more police nor any more, whatever. We need to stop this craziness of trying to save the world. Mm-hmm. Damien wants to know where the beach cleanup is. It is going to be, uh, does it say? Our Plastic free in is once again, da, 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 da. I guess you can go to any beach and just clean up. They don't specify which beach. So I'm not sure if it's like all beaches. All right. Um, what a hot mess. Lavana says, that's what I don't understand, why they don't give these people tickets. No, they get the license plate numbers and call the persons and ask them to move. The people still don't. So tickets need to be given. I bet you they will stop. My road to get home turned into a turned into a way last night while trying to get home because the other side has cars parked on it. Oh, like turned into one way. Yeah. You know what is so interesting? Y'all heard me yesterday talking about the lady parked in the handicapped spot, right? This shows you sometimes, maybe we don't always understand what the police need in order to issue a ticket, but. I agree more can be done. So the photo that I sent the police at that point, she already had moved. So they said, oh, they can't ticket her because the photo doesn't show her parked in that spot. Um, and even with my statement, it would like they could just warn her. I said, oh, honey, chill. Now y'all know I'm not coming to the table. Hello. Let me get my little gavel and stuff here now. <laughs> Court in session, your honor. I'm not going to come to the table without evidence. So I said, oh, I said, that's OK, because I have something called a dash cam meh, that has three cameras inside, outside, rear and front. And it picks up when the car not even on and y'all moving around my car. Be careful. I said, honey, when traffic called me, they said, oh, the commissioner got your message and we're calling you. But, you know, we can't do anything because this picture doesn't show her in a handicap spot. And I said, don't you worry. I got all the evidence you need. Let me just go and extract it from the dash cam. And y'all know I did some extracting yesterday. Gave them all three camera angles. And a screenshot from the cameras that showed her parked where she wasn't supposed to be parked. Apparently she doesn't own the car, the car is in the husband's name. I wish the the fine was a hundred thousand dollars so the husband could really feel away about it. But he'll probably pay the little hundred dollars and not be worried. But yes, honey, child, get y'all some good dash cams now. Um, it's well worth the investment, not just for situations like this, but car accidents and all sorts of other things. Mhm. Pretty amazing, is it not? Yes, my love. So I had to send them all of that. And um, I took the liberty of sending them this the photo that my back camera picked up of her parts in the handicapped spot. So now you can ticket her. You've got all the evidence in the world that you need. There you go. Boom! That's right, honey. Let me let me do better. She just got served, said Nathina. She sure did. She'll think twice about taking my picture again for no good reason. I was going to let it slide because I'm a very forgiving person until she took my photo of me walking my child. I'm like, why you just did that for honey, chill. Did you just understand what you just did? You just, you you showed me the type of person you are. You know, it would be one thing if I spoke to you and said, miss, please move, you're in a handicapped spot. The excuse about you your son changing was ridiculous. But even if you said, you know what? Yeah, I'm wrong, let me move. She did eventually move when a spot opened up to her credit. But when I'm walking now back to my vehicle, why are you taking my picture? Why are you trying to, why are you trying to come up with me for? <laughs> did someone not tell you that Sandy Hill, she don't put up with no foolishness? Don't go there? Because I was just going to walk back to my car and mind my own business and continue the day. Because I figured she's been warned that you don't park in that spot because people are going to notice you. But when she raised up that camera in that little gold case and pressed that button, I said, ooh, Matimba, you must be crazy. Down with your head. So I said, okay, we're going to see how this can going to go, honey, Jill. Because I'm in the right. I've done nothing wrong. I spoke to you about your ridiculous behavior, your incredulous behavior. What are you taking my photo for? You only take photos and send it to CMR when somebody's done something wrong. Don't take no photos if they're not done nothing wrong. Leave people alone. So I'm thinking, oh, this woman wants to be salty with me. Well, I gave her a dose of nice salt. She don't know. This is the good stuff. Aliana says $250 times 300. You do the math, Damien, but let me not go give no ideas. Mm-hmm. Irvin says they don't know the girl, Sandy. They don't. She don't play. Well, they should know. But anyway, some of them. Clearly, she don't listen to the cold hard truth, honey, chill. Uh, Sue says they need to stop buying cars. The new expats who are still allowed to come here like they do in other islands. Uh, well, um, I mean, that would perhaps address some other issues, but. Time for the news. Like I said, I do need to go to parts of town today, but central town, I am staying far, far, far away. I hope they don't have closing arguments in this case yet. I need to figure that out because Lord Jesus, I don't want to miss that. Um, mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So thank you very much. Good morning. Good morning. Someone says when they close off, why would they close off the waterfront on a Friday? I was trying to take my kids to see the turtle release, but we have been stuck 45 minutes in traffic and are still trying to get to CNB and roundabout from Syfac. Oh my God. 45. Oh Jesus. No, no, no. And then no. So the person who this guy owes money to says, ask the Jamaicans if they know him. He's from, what, Guy's Hill, St. Catherine, and his wife is from Gale and St. Anne. Chal, I guess we'll find him for you, honey, Chal, but don't don't loan people money next time. So someone is asking if the premier is going to do anything to control the population, (laughs) what would you have him do? Force y'all take birth control? Um <laughs> the traffic is ridiculous every day. Well, I'm not so sure that's a population control thing, but uh right. Hmm, someone wants to invite me to a meeting. Hmm. 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 All right. Uh, thank you very much for your comments, good folks. All right, here's the news. Stay away from town today. That's the best advice I can give you. Um, I don't even know. Felipe says my belly. <laughs> You're laughing so hard. Uh, says so is there an outlook point in which we have to be switching over to electric cars? Um, well, you know, Aliano. I recently got a hybrid. I mean, I'm halfway there. I want to go full electric, but then um, I need to get a charger. And I want to actually wait until that particular car that I'm looking at is like the second model out. So they've just released it. It got really good reviews. But, you know, something might be kind of twisted here and there. So I'm going to wait like the second or third year of release and then save up my money. I'm trying to save my coins and never have to go to the bank for car loan again. So i got a lot of savings to do between now and then. Um, But I don't know if they can force people to get an electric vehicle. And there's a lot of things that people like unintended consequences of electric vehicle, what's happening to the batteries, how are we dealing with that? I mean, there's a lot. Chill. there's a lot. So I don't know if they're going to force it on people, but some car makers in the United States of America are going to stop um, making regular cars. I think it's, is it g m one of them I'll try to look this up for you um they're gonna stop paying they're gonna stop making cars like in by twenty twenty five or twenty something so you know more and more that's gonna be the thing uh oh, here it is joke now the BBC announces that electric car drivers must pay tax from twenty twenty five so Electric cars will no longer be exempt from vehicle excise duty from April of 2025, the chancellor has said. So they're going backwards, now charging people for electric vehicle. But they're definitely more and more in demand. One of the things that we need to curtail um, in this country is the importation of these secondhand cars from Japan that are leaving Japan for a reason. You know, there's a reason why they don't want them there. I'm just saying Ford chief warns that electric vehicles require 40% less labor. Wow. Really? Well, that sounds like they should be a lot cheaper then, but uh, one of the major manufacturers, um, I read this headline somewhere recently, they will be stopping. um, They will stop manufacturing, manufacturing. I'm trying to find it. Um, regular cars soon, soonish. But 40% less labor, shouldn't that mean that they should be cheaper to purchase? You know, these car manufacturers, honey child, they're going to find a way to still make their money. So um, he says that produce, uh, this is Chris Farley, who is the um, CEO, apparently, um, Jim Farley, Uh, made a blockbuster. He's the CEO of Ford. According to the somewhat jovial and optimistic cousin of the late comedic actor Chris Farley. Okay, why did we need to know that? Producing electric cars requires about 40% less labor than producing the same number of fossil-powered cars. The fact that electric cars are simpler than internal combustion engines, vehicles, has long been a talking point of electric vehicle fans and evangelists. (laughs) That's funny. They say AKA EV Angelus, like, you know, electric vehicles. Uh, This has mostly come into play when talking about lower maintenance costs. They aren't all the belts, tubes, hoses, et cetera, that you find in a gas mobile. This means that fewer parts that can break and less maintenance over time. Really? I never knew this. What is less discussed is what he highlighted this week is that it also means simpler production and a similar some smaller labor force manufacturing uh the world's cars and trucks. Hmm this is interesting. I did not know this. Honey child, you learn something every day. Hmm. Um let me see if I can tell you when the car manufacturers are going to go all electric. It's coming. It is definitely coming. Let me just tell you. All right, someone says, realize. Oh, OK. All right. Uh, OK, 20-year-old cars. Uh huh. Um, oh, so I've got my eye on a really nice electric vehicle. So let me see now. Um, the five most affordable electric cars. <laughs> electric vehicle sales drop 41%. Volvo, here we go. Volvo won't sell petrol cars here by 2026. Will the likes of Toyota and Ford follow their lead? So 2026 is right around the corner, honey chiao. So Volvo is on the list. Who else? Um. And they, they sped up their plans by four years earlier for the Swedish car company. They're committing to going fully electric. There was somebody else though, because I, I, I don't see that many Volvos around anymore. Are they still really the thing? Remember when they used to be kind of like Everybody wanted a Volvo? Not everybody, but they've, they've always had a bit of an unusual shape for me. Um, so Hertz is also renting out Teslas in Australia. Uh, let me see who else. The demand is stronger than we actually anticipated in the early days for electric vehicles. I think the transition will go a lot faster than people realize. So that's good. It's coming. Soon to come. I don't know about the other car manufacturers, but I, I know the headline I saw was involved with somebody else. A Mazda says their goal is to be 100% of their fleet, has some level of electrification by 2030. Toyota, um, all models in Australia by 2030, excluding performance cars. I guess they still need that vroom, vroom engine thing going on. Um, Toyota, they said they're not limited to single technical solution. (laughs) Sounds like they still want to make regular vehicles. Um, Hyundai says it couldn't put a commitment on when it would phase out um, ICE cars in Australia. So this is Australia. But this will still give you an idea. Um, So it's coming to come and you know the thing about it is the more demand the consumers put on these companies they you know they will produce it uh, yes so we have a little bit of a tax break here for um electric vehicles shoot they should make it 100% at least give us like a couple years right the U.S., they're talking about some of their tax plans as well for electric vehicles. I mean, they're not going to give it to you forever. All right. Um, Kevin has informed me that there's a new update for the news. So let me let me pull that down. Uh, Gabby says you want population control. Legalize abortion. Laughing out loud, just saying. <laughs> Girl, try behave yourself. I'm Christians coming for you with their Bible. They're going to beat you with it. Um, uh, you know, we shouldn't even have to get to that point. Y'all just need to learn how to use birth control. That would be the thing. Be responsible beforehand. Uh, yay, yay. All right. Damien says When will they do electric rockets to go to the moon? Slow down, uh. Darlene says maybe they're talking about the imported population. You know the thing with that, Darlene, is quite frankly, they—they, they, I'm sure they are talking about the imported population. But the seeing people who say things like this—I'm not saying that this is the person who said it—but as a Kenyan, well, let's discuss this next week. But I'm going to put this out there, and you—this is your your homework assignment for the weekend, right? Think about this. Y'all talk about wanting less people here, but do you really want less people? Because most of y'all have rental homes, rental car businesses, restaurants, salons, your very churches are filled with expats. So if you want a smaller population, are you willing to accept the realities of having a smaller population? Nobody to rent your places. That's how y'all are able to jack up the prices. So let's be very, very clear. And some of you will lose businesses as well because your business relies on the foreigners to be here. So let's get rid of 25% of the foreigners, just like the tourists. Let's cut it by 25%. Y'all are going to be on the streets crying like the people driving taxes that they're not making no money. Ask yourself, if that is the solution, reducing the population, reducing specifically the expat population, is that going to solve your problems? I would love to hear what y'all think about that. Uh, Miss Carroll, the traffic is blocked in town because it's horrible in town because of all of the block roads. Pirates f- weeks, uh, Pirates Fest festivities. So it's closed from last night at 10 p.m. It reopens on Sunday morning. So. Unfortunately, expect the traffic to be horrendous over the weekend. Mm-mm-mm. All right, here's your news, Good people. y'all behave yourself over this weekend. Please. No drinking and driving. We're still trying to hear who's arrested in that cyclist hit and run. Um, but no drinking and driving over the weekend. Look out for pedestrians. look out for cyclists. Please be good. Okay, just be courteous of other people. Don't leave your dogs and cats and kids in the car. Don't leave your, I was going to say, don't leave your front door open either. Probably not a good idea. Help an old lady across the street. Don't park in handicapped spots, please. You don't want Sandy to be looking at you cross-eyed. And you know what I've decided after this little incident with this woman? I'm like, you know what? I'm not getting myself in no mix up with nobody. Because I have to, I have to exercise a bit of reservation not to tell her what was really on my mind. Going forward, I'm gonna do the same thing as everybody else. Snap the photo and send it to CMR. <laughs> I'm gonna literally snap the picture and email it to myself and say, hey Sandy, put this up for me, please. There you go use your indicator thank you Damien yes let people know what you intend to do that could help with some of the traffic accidents all right beautiful people y'all be good
11: Hello, I'm Kevin Wattler, and this is your CMR Daily Buzz. Wanted man Luisto Hernandez was located at a Bodentown address by the police on Monday. The 22-year-old was arrested on suspicion of attempted murder and possession of an unlicensed firearm for a shooting that occurred in the Windsor Park area, where a man was hospitalized after being shot in the stomach. A 22-year-old woman of Bodentown was also arrested along with Hernandez for assisting him evade the police. Three Honduran men on a commercial fishing vessel in Cayman territorial waters were found with five kilos of cocaine. According to the Royal Cayman Islands Police Service, the police helicopter was on patrol and alerted the Cayman Islands Coast Guard about the vessel. The Coast Guard boarded the vessel and found the drugs. The 39, 42 and 59-year-old men were arrested and charged for importation of cocaine. Deputy Governor The Honorable Franz Manderson provides an update on his medical emergency after experiencing chest
10: pains, I was admitted to the hospital where I was diagnosed with having a micro heart attack and received an emergency medical procedure. I'm happy to report that my procedure was successful. I am recovering well thanks to the dedicated and professional team of medical professionals at the Health Services Authority and Doctors' Hospital. I thank them both for their swift action and continued support. I also want to extend a heartfelt thank you to the public for your outpouring of support and well wishes. Your words of encouragement and prayers have meant the world to me and my family. Both while I'm recovering and when I'm released, I will continue to follow doctor's orders to assist my full recovery. Thankfully, my well-being is improving and I am doing much better. But it would be remiss of me not to encourage everyone and especially the men of our community to take their health seriously. It's okay to ask for help when you need it. Doing so may have saved my life. As men, we are often focused on the care and protection of our loved ones and our professional obligations. However, we are just as vulnerable to illness. Prevention, early detection and response are key to our well-being. The month of November is Men Health Awareness Month. I want to encourage you to get regular wellness checks, exercise and just as importantly, if you need help, please get timely medical attention. We should never ignore the signs. I hope to see you soon, but not before my doctors advise me to do so. I wish to offer a special thank you to the men and women of the civil service who will continue to focus on delivering the government policies and making lives better for the people of these beloved islands.
11: CMY wishes him a speedy recovery. The Cayman Islands Airports Authority is in the process of finalizing plans for the long-term sustainable development of the three airports in the Cayman Islands. The CIAA will be hosting a series of community outreach sessions on each island next week where it will share the findings of the Community Outreach Survey. Pirates Fest events will cause some road closures for the next few days. Seafarers Way will be closed between Warwick Drive and Fort Street and will reopen by 10 a.m. Sunday. Also, Shedden Road will be closed to westbound traffic at Elgin Avenue. Local access to the RBC parking lot for customers will be permitted during business hours on Friday. Northbound traffic approaching Seafarers Way will be diverted onto Boilers Road and southbound traffic will be diverted onto Fort Street. The Water Authority also has wastewater infrastructure upgrades that will cause road interruptions. The southbound lane along West Bay Road will be impacted. Traffic signs will be in place around the impacted areas. Now for your CMR weather update. It's brought to you by WG Charters. Sunrise at 635. Scattered thunderstorms will continue. When the temperature is at 85 degrees Fahrenheit and humidity at 77% like the forecast calls for, it will feel like it's in the low 90s. Winds east-northeast at 10 to 20 miles per hour and the sun sets at 545. At night time, the temperature falls to the low 80s. Looking forward, the thunderstorms will decrease over the weekend, but it will not go away altogether. CMR weather updates are brought to you by WG Charters. They offer private boat trips for a great price, so we encourage you to support them. Now for some regional and international news. Former vice president of football's world governing body, FIFA, Austin Jack Warner on Thursday lost his fight at the Privy Council against extradition to the United States on corruption charges. The court in London, Trinidad and Tobago's highest appeal court, dismissed Warner's lawyers contention that the extradition proceedings were unlawful. This paves the way for the proceedings in the Twin Island Republic's Magistrate Court to resume. The United States is expected to begin deporting Cuban migrants who crossed undocumented into the country from Mexico on flights back to Cuba. The deportation is expected, as Cuba has agreed for the first time since the pandemic, to accept deportation flights carrying Cubans caught at the U.S.-Mexico border. This is expected to deter a number of Cubans heading to the United States. 8 billion, that's the number of humans estimated to be alive on Earth. On November 15th, the global population reached this landmark according to a projection from the United Nations. Though the global population continues to expand, the rate of growth is slowing. Current projections predict the world's population will peak at about 10.4 billion in the 2080s and remain steady until 2100. That's it for now on a Daily Buzz. Thank you for joining me. Please stay safe and God bless.